Welcome to Radio Rona. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I, I keep thinking. I keep thinking. I'm going to get used to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I kind of. I mean, I kind of am. It, when when you have a spider that's so big you can see its eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to come to grips with some stuff. You, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's, it's a thing, man. It's it's oh crazy here. We've you, had. Man. We've had. Dude, oh. don't say that. Okay? Don't say you. that because that's like that's. <laughs> Um, we've we've had uh, it's been a bad bug year here. It's been a really bad bug year. Uh-huh. Um, but right now it's all spiders. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't figure out like it was all roaches and crickets mm-hmm. at the first of the year, and now it's grasshoppers and spiders. I think it's well, all monsoons. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, because I, I saw another tarantula in in like our street, and it's seriously, it looks like it's like a baby cat. Like it looks like it's rusty. Oh the, yeah, the thing yeah, is yeah. that big. Yeah. they're just everywhere. I'm just like, uh, 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 I don't know what to do here. So you know? there was a sun spider out on our back patio by our our, our outside table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing is so big you can see its eyes, and, and so <laughs> oh. we spent a small fortune. Uh-huh. We spend a small, like seriously, we spend a lot of money bringing the pest guy out all the time uh-huh. uh, because uh, we've got our whole perimeter. We've got everything, the turf, everything is just bug protected. So if they even hit our driveway, they die like the base of the driveway. So it scares me that they can get as far up <laughs> to the garage and stuff like that as they do uh-huh. because they should die within a few minutes. Yeah. Of getting, and we're finding them in the backyard. There are huge spiders in my garage that are dead. Uh huh. Like mass, like the size of my hand. It's like we live in like, Australia. Like it, it's yeah, that bad. Huge. Wow. Yeah. Massive sun f- spiders and brown recluse. And we all know that brown recluse, they're like worse than hobo spiders. Yeah. They're those like really, those really things spooky. are scary, dude. Like I, I, those are spiders <sighs> I do not want to go up against at all. And I'm not as, I'm not as scared as yeah, spiders. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Anyway, this is, I don't want to start the show off with me complaining about spiders. <laughs> about bugs. Do I do it? Well, Let's just get the show going. There we go. Yeah, welcome, well, welcome to Radio Ronan. Yes, Greg. Oh, I was going to say, Chunga. What's on your mind, Greg? I, I know what yes. to tell you. This, this is how you deal with the spiders, okay? Because I've killed two yes, of them okay. so far in the like the past couple days. Because this is the time of year that they oh, start wow. coming inside. Yeah, maybe because homes. it's cooling off. Yeah. So they want some more warm, right? Yeah. So what you do is as soon as you kill one, you impel that sucker and you put it at the base of your door <laughs> so that all those other stupid spiders you, so you're know. Like, you're, you're like Vlad. Like you're like Dracula. Exactly. Yeah, I'm you're like Vlad like, the Impaler. You're like Vlad Dracul. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Greg the Impaler. Yes. I love this so We're much. We're going to call you all yes. Halloween. It's Greg the Impaler. Bunch of toothpicks outside his front door. <laughs> spiders don't mess with me, man. Yeah. It's the worst thing. It's like, I hate these spiders, but I'm going to sit and fart around with them, put them on like toothpicks. <laughs> Take the Ouch. extra time to do it yeah all right let, oh, let's, man. Let's, let's start the show greg i love you man the wisdom of greg uh, right. right there uh welcome to the radio ronin show everyone welcome 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 hey, thank hey. you Ken uh, radio ronin four year thursday holy crap we've got a big show right i'm chunga way cool jr right over there that's, oh. that's chandler smith yeah uh, we got the butterscotch panda he's in his, his beautiful halloween lit uh, studio yeah. hey Greg. thanks for being here dude and i'm super excited about this he has returned ladies and gentlemen oh yeah he has made his way back home where he belongs and he's going to be with us for the entire show not just for a segment for a whole damn show yeah it's our favorite english muffin chris the brit too is here on the show they let me back in 
<laughs> yeah, they let you back into the country. I had to Yay. bribe a bunch of guys and coming in in a truck, but I made it back in. <laughs> USA, 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 USA. <laughs> uh, welcome, Chris. And not only that, Chris, we have a studio built in Chris's house now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah how do it sound? He sounds great now. So yeah. let's let's hear you, Chris. How do you sound, mate? I'm I'm sounding pretty good. It's 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 a much it's a huge step up from the previous. Uh, yes, it you is. know, earpods and yes, uh, iMac. So yeah, yeah. You're, no, you're sounding absolutely fantastic. Well, thank so, you. Uh, yeah, we're glad you're back. It felt like you were gone a long time. Yeah, it was a long, eight, really long time. It was a long eight days. I'm not gonna lie. It was a long eight days, and uh, that's all it was. Yeah, I thought days, you were gone yeah. two weeks. No joke. I thought you were gone two weeks. Wow, a lot of traveling what? there. Kind of takes it out of you. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet it does. Hey, um, the show today brought to you by Quench It, 611 North, Woo-hoo-hoo! 400 East in Lehigh. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Uh, shout out to our dear friend, my evil twin sister, Angela Hammond. Everybody go to Quench It, 611 North, 400 East in Lehigh. You're headed to some spook alleys. Maybe you're Ooh. headed out to have some fun Ooh, at, a, nice. at a corn maze. Mm-hmm. Are you headed to Vegas, maybe? Maybe you're headed to Vegas Hey-o. to hang out with the Chungas, whatever. Uh, be sure to stop at Quench It in Lehigh, 611 North, 400 East in Lehigh. Uh, okay, so uh, birthdays. Uh, a couple of really big birthdays here. We want to give a huge birthday shout out to the one, the only Ash Jenkins. Yes, yes. Dear Ash Jenkins. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ash! <laughs> He's, he's our bass yeah. player. He's everyone's bass player. Yeah, he is. He In is. everyone's band, Ash is the bass player, right? I love that so much. Uh, happy birthday, Ash. I hope you have a great day, man. And we also want to say a very happy birthday to the coolness, Parker Lewis. Yeah! yeah. Happy Parker Lewis! Lewis. Parker! Thank you, Coolness. Yeah. Thank you very much, Coolness, for everything you do for us and, and for listening as long as you have. And uh, and I hope you have a great day, dude. I, I believe he and Ash share the same birthday. I think. Yeah. Is it on the same day? Yeah, yeah that's Born a cool the combo right day. there. The Coolness and Ash. Wow. It's like the planets aligned. That is like all the cool people are born on that day. I know, right? That's <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. So, Chris. Hello. We have a lot of stuff to talk about with you today. All kinds of stuff. So later on in the show, we have a controversy. And Glenn Berry brought this controversy mm-hmm. up. It's about Disney and Disneyland in particular. Ooh. And there was a lot of talk in the Radio Ronan Fam Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Chris is like uniquely suited to be here for this because I've done some work on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris's wife, Bren, by the way, has quickly become... Uh, the guardian angel of the show. <laughs> like she, she protects me. She protects Greg. She protects Chandler. She, Chris. Yeah. she is like, I don't know. Like, She's the I voice don't know of reason. Show. Yeah, oh, well, easy, yeah. yeah. And and she she has a voice of reason and a foot up your ass. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad you to know, like she's like <laughs> I'm glad they're really small feet though. She is like the drill sergeant of she keeps everything. I, I this show, I don't know how it would function now without Brent. Honestly, yeah. Uh so uh this the reason I bring this up is because Brent saved me from a very similar problem to what they're talking about oh. in the Radio Run of Fam oh. Facebook group. So we'll talk about this and then we'll talk about something that else is happening at Disneyland that I have no experience with mm-hmm. but chris does yes lots no. of experience with it so okay. we'll, we'll talk about that coming up a little bit later uh we also have uh, greg's uh shout out i almost said summertime we did summertime movies for so long it's greg's halloween movie yeah season and as you can tell we have we have halloween background music so this is like the the real kickoff uh, we're getting mm-hmm. started right it's fancy right now. it was like the pregame before we were like tailgating uh-huh. yeah. now it's the action now it starts Oh yeah! Now so Halloween much. starts. Uh, okay, so uh, so let's get into this. First of all, 
Uh, the real reason Chris is here is because, A, we're happy he's back and he's got a studio. So, hey, let's have Chris here. Right. Um, but the other thing is, is that the, the I, I, we watched something. And we'll talk about that here in a second. Okay. Uh, We watched the Queen's funeral. Oh, yeah. And I have so many Mm -hmm. questions. Something that's very rare, something that's very historic. And I know a lot of Ronan watched it. So uh, I want to talk about that here in just a couple of minutes, if that's okay with Mm -hmm. you, Chris. I will be careful because uh, as I understand this and, and maybe like you can help me with this not even the british understand all of the ceremony and the meanings behind the different thing they're they're doing right or do yeah, they pretty much no I, I think we probably have a better understanding than most um but at the same time is there's still a lot of things that i didn't know and i'm sure that there's okay. been all over the press it's been on the internet and people saying how to explain right. this i just googled a few things at lunchtime today and i was amazed by how many hits <laughs> kind of came up with like explain this to me because it, it's a lot of pomp and circumstance it's a lot of tradition it's a lot of stuff we haven't seen in seven years so right you know unless nice. unless you know so even I if you're questions. a little kid you know yeah people have questions Okay, so we could, I mean, sure, like you're listening to the show and you could go and Google all of your questions, but would Google mm-hmm. come back with a British accent? No. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. And that's why Chris is here. Hey, well, you can read so, stuff out, but it'll sound like Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's very true. So uh, before we get to that, though, look, I know, mm-hmm. I know, I know, I know. What? I know why you're all here. Yes. I know why you're you're joining us. I know why I know why every one of you is here. Mm -hmm. And and the answer is yes. I've been up to things. Hey. I have stuff going on. This this is it's time for the Chunga update. And boy, what an update do I have for you today. Holy crap. So I want you guys to think back. Hmm. Think back if you want. Okay. To me having a conversation with Shannon at At Home. In July, when they first started putting out Halloween stuff. Do you guys remember this? Uh, yeah, vaguely. Yeah. I know yes. Chandler does because he was there. Yeah. Okay, so Shannon was buying up all this crazy stuff, like big mm-hmm. stuff, like huge mm-hmm. stuff. And last year, I blame my evil twin for this because Angela <laughs> bought like a 15-foot-high Grim Reaper. And the only place in the whole country it was available was at the Home Depot by my house. Uh-huh. Yeah, down at Vegas. And we were like, uh. So we're like, Angela, we'll go pick it up for you. And I kept this thing. It's like the box was like the size of a car. So I kept it in my garage <laughs> until she was able to pick it up. Uh-huh. Right? Which was a very bad influence on Shannon because now everything has to be big. <laughs> everything is big. Right. You know, Vegas, um, Vegas is an awesome place to live. It is incredible. I, I I love it here, but we don't have big yards like Utah has. No, I see a Utah yard now, and I, it looks like the South Fork Ranch where they filmed Dallas back in the seventies. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> well, even like, the yards are so big. I mean, we talked about finishing off the backyard and things like that, and, and this backyard is you know very small compared to what we had in, in all of our oh, yeah, Utah yeah. homes and things like that. Yep. And everyone's like, "You have the biggest backyard ever in Vegas." We're like, "What? Really? This is tiny." We have the, we literally have the biggest backyard in the entire subdivision. Oh yeah. wow, and it's tiny compared to what Utah yeah. backyards yeah. And people are like, oh, what are you doing with all this space? I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, we're like, uh, I don't okay. know, maybe a couple of chairs. Yeah, so it's so, been a, a huge adjustment for, for the decorations. Mm-hmm. So so Shannon, I've, I've had to work with Shannon to say, look, you can't you can't do this, you can't do this. You've got to, you know, we got to dial it back a little bit because we, we can't have um, three female ghosts and a grave digger and uh, a headless horseman and a pirate ship <laughs> all in the front yard. We can't, we can't have this. Well, and it's, it's uh-huh. different because there's no grass. So it's like we have the caliche, which you, you have to like yeah. take a drill gun to to even get anything. We literally the have to drill a hole yeah. into the dirt to what? plant a tent a stake. To, to put in a tent wow. pack. Yeah. 
Like it's that's how bad. hard to, it's harder than concrete. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's, it's, it's a thing, man. That's what I'm saying. It's a thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So remember last week when I told you that Armando and Leslie across the street <laughs> oh, who are yes. awesome neighbors uh-huh. yeah. and, and, and they were like, oh yeah, we're, we're going to beat the Chungas. We're going to beat them to start putting up the Halloween stuff. Yeah. So they started. I was like, oh, it's on. It's on. So we went outside and they were they were preparing. So I went over to kind of do like like how they were doing in that movie Best in Show. Like, I'm going to go stand by their decorations and go, oh, so this is what you're doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, what, this is what you're doing. This is, oh, you're using these lights? What, what are the 220 volt? What yeah. are these lights? <laughs> Scoping out the playing field. I, I don't know what I'm, I'm, I'm just talking shit, right? right I don't right. know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, and I said, yeah, we're, we're really, we're set up. So I guess if you guys are setting up, we can set up now. Right. And they're like, well, I guess so. we haven't really talked to the HOA. I guess if they have a problem, we can take stuff down or whatever. I, I was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead. Yeah. 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 But. Bought a twelve foot inferno pumpkin this year. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're flaunting. <laughs> right? yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was all this of me telling Shannon no. The one thing that I that I gave in on was she wanted this massive pumpkin monster that's like it's like this weird kind of like tree scarecrow flaming pumpkin head kind of thing that she wanted from Home Depot. And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, we can get that. That's what you want out of all this stuff. That's what you want. That's what I want. I said, so yeah, we've got this inferno pumpkin thing. And Leslie goes, oh yeah, we're doing that this year. Oh. And she points to it in the garage no. behind her. No. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> and they've, they've got it out. They're staging it. Uh-huh. Oh, so they man. scooped us. They scooped us with our one mate. So now I've got this Inferno pumpkin that I can't do anything with because I can't put it up now. I can't do that. Oh, man. So now I got to find something else and everything's sold out now. Well, my favorite thing is like Armando was so polite about it. He was like, oh, that's yeah, that's really cool. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Unless he's like, oh, we have the same one. And so, yep. you know, we went and, oh, and, and told my wonderful mom as she's cooking some quesadillas. Yep. And as, as the words came out, Armando and Leslie have the same one. The quesadilla slammed on the counter. Cheese went flying <laughs> yeah, it everywhere. Was it was bad. It was a bad day. Yeah, Chandler ran pissed. away. Don't hit me, mommy. Don't yeah. hit me, mommy. <laughs> So yeah, she was mad, and and, and then when it, when they did this, I just I was like, oh, what am I gonna do? And they were all excited because Armando and Leslie are they're they're Disney people. Uh-huh. We found out while we were talking to them, they're huge Disneyland people, and they said that they saw us while we were at Disneyland while we were doing Ronan TV in May, which means you guys would have been there, Chris. Yeah, I believe actually, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, and uh, they said, we didn't want to come over. We didn't want to make a big deal about it. But we're Disney people like you are. And that's really fun. And that's we're even cool. going on a cruise. We're going on the Disney Wonder. So I had to best them. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> you know, my home theater had carpet from the Disney Wonder. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a rivalry. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No, but we've, we've, we've been on the Disney Wonder, though, and they're like, yeah. okay. Yeah, so. I, so it's on, damn yeah. it. Now I've got to find, now I have to find something else, and I don't even know what to do. Maybe we do like a Haunted Mansion thing. I don't know. Yeah, now I'm could. scrambling because everything's sold out, and I wouldn't let Shannon buy anything. <laughs> I'm loving that you're, the, let the the you're let the clock, clock Griswold of Halloween now. Yeah, exactly. It's on. But but the thing is, is that Armando and Leslie, they said, will you please do your house up as big as you possibly can because we're trying to get all the neighbors in on this uh-huh. so we're trying to build up this whole thing to try and so it's it's kind of a fun thing it's only it's only good fun but they're they're encouraging us to try and go you know really really big now yeah. i will say there was a kind of a weird sadistic joy i took because we had a haboob about an hour ago and all of our mondo shit wound up clear down the street well, and Chunga, one for us. I, I've got yes. an idea of how you could uh, you could definitely go above and beyond to just destroy yes. 
you know anything that he does you just need to get oh, Dave, wait on me. Wait on. to come and play an acoustic set at your house of all halloween songs i'm just having a little party over here armando come on in I'll bring my Eddie Munson costume. Oh, this is, oh, this, oh, this is just Dave. This is just Dave. <laughs> just press it up like Studio Six Six Six. Nirvana, you know, <laughs> no, no big little, deal. Little known bands. No, I mean it's all in good fun, but in all seriousness, I can't put my my Inferno pumpkin up. Oh, like, no, not no. at Do all. It like, anyway. There's no way. Do it that anyway. part is like. You think so? We have two Inferno pumpkins. Absolutely, they face each other. Well, yeah, they're right across well, the street. Maybe from you us. can make them fight. You've already <laughs> bought it. You might as well just put it up. If you've got it, flaunt it. Have it May, okay. raising well, the middle may, may finger me. towards your neighbors. Yeah. Mm, All in good yeah. fun. Maybe, I could work, maybe we could... See, Chris has got the... Uh, yeah, I thought you'd do the British thing where you do like the peace sign backwards. Like, oi, 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 wanker. All right. So anyway, so that's... So it, it could be fun. I, maybe we'll string some lights from my pumpkin to Armando's pumpkin. There oh, you they, go. They, yeah, oh, that'd string be cool. Some lights, uh, that'll be fun. And then yeah. we can, you know, have some Halloween, some Halloween peace and prosperity. Yeah. Show some <laughs> unity. Um, anyway, so... There we go. Um, and then I have another thing. I'm so excited for this. I hope I'm not making a huge mistake. Uh-huh. You guys have got to understand something about me. Okay. I am not a cheap person at all. In fact, I'm not even allowed to control our money. And wisely so. <laughs> because if I did, I'd have a ski lift. I'd have a like a chalice and a grill. I'd have a 12-foot Inferno pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'd have two... 12 foot inferno pumpkins <laughs> a gold yeah. tiger yeah so so uh this is a big deal for me and even though i'm 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 definitely one who um is not thrifty in any way mm -hmm. my awesome wife shannon is and she's smart but one thing the one thing that uh, that i am very cheap on and i don't know why it, it makes no sense it's just stupid uh, I am very cheap when it comes to buying TVs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, TVs I, all yeah. in the house. I, I have noticed that, yeah. I know. I wish I could figure out what this is because if you think about it, as an appliance, the TV is always on. Like you have your main TV and then you have them in the bedrooms and you have them kind of all over the place. Uh -huh. And they're just kind of, it is the most used appliance that you have in the entire house, right? You yeah. use that more than your than your KitchenAid mixer or your oven. Mm, it's oh, easily. just yeah, always, yeah. Oh, yeah. always on. I, yeah. I never... So I'm super excited for Andor. Chris and I have been talking about it. Chandler and Chris have been talking about it. I'm very, yeah. very excited. And so I have bought a TV just for Andor. Yes! So if this thing sucks like Obi-Wan does, <laughs> I'm going to be so upset. Hey. I, I just, I, I'm going to quit. I'm going to I quit Star Wars. Look, look, look like, the benefit. I, I quit Star Wars. At least it's going to suck yeah, an 8K that? now. At least it's going to suck an 8K now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. High definition. High definition. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what did it for me. Can I tell you? Uh -huh. This yeah. is what did it for me. In a, in a in an advance interview for Andor, this new series, it's based on Cassie and Andor, the guy who is in Rogue One, mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, the lead in Rogue One. Um, they said that the writers and the producers avoided all. They said there's something that's going to be taboo. We're not going to do this. Chris is nodding his head. Do you know what I'm talking about, Chris? I've heard. Yeah, I've heard bits. Okay. Oh, all right. I haven't heard this. They will do zero fan service for this Star Wars series. Ooh. So that means you're not going to see R2-D2 rolling by in the background. There's uh -huh. going to be no fan service for this series at all. It's going to be a completely unique story with very little nods to the past movies at all. It's mm. just going to be... I mean, you have hmm. characters from the past movies. You're going to have different things like that, but you're not going to see half of Darth Maul go strolling through in the background <laughs> right. so that everybody can go, hey, there's Darth Maul. That was cool. There's going to be no fan service in this whatsoever. And I saw I saw that and just went, okay, that's it. Mm -hmm. I'm buying a TV. 
Oh, I'm that's buying a new cool. TV for this. I haven't nice. heard that because I, I, you're, I mean, we always talk about because the critics are like, oh, there's too much fan service and stuff. And, and I don't mind it. I don't mind it either, but then mm-hmm. they've been playing way too close to the characters that everyone loves in Star Wars. So, yep. you know, my favorite movie out of all of these new ones is Rogue One because they, yep. they removed it from all the stuff and they just told yep. a good story. So, and that's, I, I mean, there's a little bit of fan service at the end. It was a little issue when Darth Vader came in and killed everybody. You have 3PO. But, and, yeah. and then you have 3PO and stuff like that. A little bit of fan service. None of that's going to be in there in this one. Wow. And, okay. And why I don't mind the fan service at all i really don't mind it at all yeah um i looked at that and went okay this is this might quite possibly be kind of a, a next level sort of thing well it's the director yeah. from this born. might be the new so yeah, you know the guys from born identity yeah. so yeah this is the one so uh, yeah so 75 inch 75 inch oh, lg nice. tv yeah, yeah. plus i mean the, the prices are dropping like crazy you know oh, what I mean right now? So It's kind of fun. I don't know if you notice this, and I can't tell if it's like the pre-holiday sales, but like right. all of the electronics, like, you know, PS4 games, PS5 games, all the TVs, everything's on sale now. It's almost yeah. like a pre-Black mm-hmm. Friday thing. So we yeah. saw it. We're like, oh, They're yeah. They're all like Black Friday deals. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. like the same kind of deals. So, so 75 inches, huh? Sounds like someone's overcompensating. <laughs> <laughs> So much. Can I just tell you? Totally. So much. And this guy, this is a dude who doesn't own a truck. So yeah, right. I have to have it delivered. I, I, I'm not even manly enough to go pick it up myself. I have to have it delivered to my house. We got to pay the nice. extra shipping to get here uh, for and or. Okay, Geek Squad, bring it to my house and hook it up. When I was in the yeah. UK, I was outside of a tech store and I watched a, a, a couple try to get a 45 inch TV into a British car and it just didn't fit. You know what I mean? So it just shows about yeah. scale. You know what I mean? Like 75 yeah. doesn't fit in the back right. of my truck. Try fitting 45 into a mini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's the same kind of thing that I'm talking about. So, you know, TV boxes are massive. Like they're just huge anyway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah you they know? are. Yeah, yeah. So I think our current TV is like 50 inches or something like that. So it's not really a small TV, but on our wall, it's kind of. By look, today's standards, it's it is kind a of going small. dim and it looks a little blue. And so uh, finally, we just decided to just do it. And I'm, I'm so excited. So, nice. and or better not suck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. I'm going to be so mad uh, if it is. Uh, it would have been cool. It would have been very, very cool to watch the funeral. Oh, yesterday man. on this, mm-hmm. uh, and Chris, this is why I'm so glad that you you've been willing to uh, to be on the show with us today. So this is, um, I feel like I feel like in a way, Chris, uh, that we we now have we now have a, a historical thing, kind of like Greg and I with 9 11, uh-huh. or you know um, Chandler and I with everything. There we go. There's a, there is a because we were the ones that notified Chris while he was in England. Mm-hmm. We we were the ones Chandler and I told Chris that the Queen had died mm-hmm. uh, before they had even announced it in England. Like it hadn't reached for whatever reason it hadn't reached the people of England yet. Um, and so I feel like we have this kinship. Uh, oh yeah. Plus, yeah. plus I, I've been to London. I don't know how many times. A bunch of times. I've worked over there a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and and know it very very well and love the people. I could move to London tomorrow, or pr- frankly anywhere in England tomorrow, and be just fine. You know, uh, I adapted very quick over there. I have no doubt that Chandler and Shannon wouldn't do the same thing. I love it there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'm fascinated with the Royals. We talked we talked about this a, a couple of shows ago. Um, mm-hmm. Just. Just it, it's just the most unique and historic and cool thing. It's like living history happening in front of you. It's kind of like looking at an alligator or a turtle, and you go, <laughs> "What? This is like, it's like a dragon." Hey, old man, they're old. <laughs> no, no, no. You look at it and you go, "That is our link to the dinosaurs." Oh, it's right. no, yeah. very true. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah, these are like living dinosaurs. Now, that's not to say that the royals are old, but what I'm the, the comparison I'm trying to draw here is that you're looking at a thousand years of history. 
Yeah. A thousand years of ceremony, a thousand years of tradition playing out in front of you every day in England, going all the way back to the Romans and the pagans and the Saxons. And it just goes on and on and on. Right. And and I find it just fascinating because the traditions don't change. Yeah. They just don't. They, they're just really, you know, so I learned some things and then I have some other questions about some other things. If you haven't seen the funeral, I don't know if it's on YouTube. I actually saw it on PBS of all places here okay. in Vegas. They broadcast the entire thing with no commercials. Uh, we didn't watch it live. We watched it last night, uh -huh. actually, mm -hmm. as of this recording. And we, we, we had all sat down, Shannon, Chandler, and myself, we sat down to watch Game of Thrones, the new Game of Thrones series. The, the episode came out a couple of days ago. We hadn't watched it yet. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So we sat down, we fire up our crappy TV. And, <laughs> and I'm watching it, and, and it just kind of popped on. I, I don't know. I think Shannon found it. I, I think she did, yeah. And there they were in Westminster Abbey, and it was just starting. And we were just completely glued to this thing. And I'm finding out that more and more Ronan listeners were doing the exact same thing. Chris, mm -hmm. you... Uh, you and Bren, you got. Were you up at five in the morning to watch this, or what? What happened there? You were up, but is it because of the funeral that you did this? Uh, just probably happy coincidence that Bren, you know, couldn't sleep very well, got up, and it was maybe four a.m. So we went downstairs, and you know, we just watched it. And uh, it's just yeah. that simple. Was that live when you watched it then? Yeah, we missed the kind of the the old funeral ceremony, you know, um, in London Central, and we saw them actually parading through, uh, you know, horse guards uh, up to Buckingham Palace, then to uh, uh, Wellington's Arch, and then obviously from the the gun carriage into the hearse, and then off to Windsor. So we watched all that through. We were there for about two three hours. Can I ask you? Mm -hmm. It's okay. Uh, Rosie Greer, the great football player, Rosie Greer. I watched a a, a film in second grade mm -hmm. and Rosie Greer sang a song now if you guys know anything about NFL NFL history Rosie Greer was the meanest some bitch you've ever met in your life <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. and he was in a red turtleneck and a black suit coat and he looked kind of like a black Count Dracula <laughs> he was very because of what he was wearing right and he had these huge smoked kind of pimp glasses oh on. yeah and uh, and he sang this song, and he sang, "It's all right to cry. It's all right to cry." <laughs> and I've lived by that. I, I have to. That moment stuck with you. you yeah. Rosie, it really, really, really resonated. It was the, it was the red me. turtleneck. So like, I'd fall off the you know the tricky bars. It's uh -huh. all right to cry. <laughs> you pull it, your turtleneck up over your head. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, were you emotional when you watched this? Yeah. You know, there's no yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. no way around it. That You know, you can't really, you know, I can't was really sugarcoat it. But, you know, me and Brown were at bits uh, at times kind of thing. It's just the... Uh, and sometimes it wasn't just the procession of the funeral. It was, it was seeing the genuine emotions from the people who were there watching the funeral. You kind of, you know, just yeah. kind of tugged at the old heartstrings a little bit. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we welled up a, a bunch. There were two things. There were well, there were there were actually three things. Okay, there was like twenty things, mm -hmm. but the biggest things that kind of stuck with me. Um, they did this march. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was this, and the march didn't stop. The cadence didn't stop the entire time. I can still hear it in my head. It's just boom, 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 mm -hmm. boom, boom, and it stayed that way. And they all, even when the the procession would stop, they would march in place. Yeah, and everyone was While you know right foot left foot. Everyone was coffin. in sync with each other. Yeah. Did uh, you see the drummer though? Did you see the drummer? I yeah. did. The drummer did. has a metronome yeah. on his drum to ensure that he keeps perfect time as well. 
Oh, yeah. really? Nice. Yeah. That, I mean, to, even like for that long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keeping that there would be tough. Yeah. Um, but everybody from King Charles to um, soldiers to beef eaters to the staff to, to, you know, to all these people. Everyone. All keeping this march. And I thought it was really cool. And then they entered a tunnel. And when they entered the tunnel, you could hear the footsteps echoing like crazy yeah. through the tunnel. Yeah, and it, it was. was. It was. It was haunting, wow. and it was eerie, and it gave me a real um, live look at history of these soldiers marching off to war, like they would have done back in the day. And you can hear it resonating. It was really powerful. The scale mm-hmm. of it was really, really huge. The other thing that got me was all the they people were going to Buckingham Palace, and they were throwing the bouquets against the fences. The fences yeah. there are massive. They're 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 gilded in gold. I know. I was detained there. Got a good look at him as they, his face is pushed into they, it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen them up close. Yeah. Really close. Um, and and, uh, and so people were, similar to Princess Diana, they were throwing all these flowers yeah. up against the gates. Well, they moved all of those flowers up by St. George's, um, George's Church where they were going to lay the queen to rest. Yeah, St. George's Chapel. And yeah. they... Yeah, chapel. The chapel. Thank yeah. you, the chapel. And they took all of the flowers and they lined the street with all of these flowers that people have left. Mm-hmm. It was huge. There were so many. Yeah. There was tons and tons and tons. Yep. And then there was the moment when they, they and this is cool, man, like Disney couldn't have even done it this good. So the uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury is speaking and and, and the whole family's there and the, the casket just starts lowering into the ground as he's speaking. I know. I was like, what is Damn. this? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that didn't happen in Holden when my dad died, right? And it was like, <laughs> that was like, <laughs> that Holy was crap. sick. When they did Damn. that, that was cool. That was cool. When Ooh. they started lowering it down on its own, it was like something out of like, it was like Padme's funeral in Star Wars uh-huh. or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? For, for me, the thing that, that was really emotional was actually seeing when the hearse went by uh, the queen's pony. And, and oddly enough, the, the pony like lifted its arm up it, like yeah. as the queen went by. And then yep. seeing her two corgis i was like oh, oh god. my gosh yeah. like, wait, 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 wait. i'm gonna uh, cry did you yeah, just yeah, say yeah. the pony lifted its arm up yeah but it, it kind of it kind of it raised did. up its hand like, but it, like but when it, a dog it's, it's arm it, it it's, lifted oh, its, oh, arm it's, up. its leg. legs shut leg. up greg <laughs> this reminds me of also shut up greg so mad right now when i was in second grade the same Greg, when Rosie Greer taught me it was okay to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. A kid came up to me and he said, hey, I'll give you a quarter if you hop on your middle leg. Uh, <laughs> and I said, I don't have a middle leg. Go! 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 You just left there like, it's all right to cry. The turtleneck comes up again. So that, that, that's all they were saying to that horse is just, hey, I'll give you a, I'll give you a pence. If you raise up your decade just to do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I disguised uh, myself because I saw Mike look and land and, and uh, as Peter as Bobby Brady on the Brady Bunch variety show and they all had afros. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I could do that. So I got an afro. <laughs> Nice. It didn't work, man. They still <laughs> yeah, knew it was me. Uh, so anyway, oh, uh, so yeah, it was it was extremely it was extremely powerful. It was extremely historic. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Yeah. Um, what did Chris? What what was it that made you emotional? Were there were there was there anything in particular that that kind of floored you? Like I said, it just 
overall, the just the scale is overwhelming. You know, to, to bring London to a standstill. You, you said you've. I've lived there. I lived there for nearly ten years, and yeah. only only on occasions like the royal family or any. You know, does something like that happen? It's so unusual. And but at the same time, is like it's just the people that kind of got me. There was there was one there's one gent. Um, he was an elderly chap, and he was in a wheelchair, but he was wearing like a Union Jack and Union flag. Um, yeah, um, mm-hmm. like suit, three piece suit with a with a flat cap on, and he mm-hmm. as the as the hearse went by, he kind of struggled to get out of the wheelchair. Didn't want any help from anybody else, just to kind of get himself to his feet. And he took his cap off and he bowed his head, Aww. and he threw a flower into, oh, into and then he got back wow. in the chair. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, just little things like that were just the trigger for it. Just, mm-hmm. it's, so- it's, it's it's a generational thing. We're never going to see another queen in my lifetime or anybody's lifetime. No, and yeah, not like that. And it just kind of, the more you think about it, the more it kind of, you know, I, I got the, you know, the fuzzy feeling inside and, you know, just kind of then we started and, you know, we, we teared up, we welled up a bit, you know, and, oh, yeah. and, and there was just something yeah. else then to keep it going. It was just succinctly all the way through. It was like contiguous. I honestly, I don't know how some of those guys, I especially Charles and William and, and the family and her staff that was so close to her held it together the way that they did. Yeah. The only thing I can come up with is that they were just kind of numb to it. Like yeah. a lot of families are when they have to go to a funeral. It's like you've yeah. cried so much, you just kind of go and you're just kind of, your psychology just protects mm-hmm. itself and you're just kind of numb. Yeah. Because they were like when the bagpiper left the church. I was and just going to say that. Oh, yeah. dude. I, yeah, I, I was, was a mess like, from that. I was like, oh man, yeah. are you kidding me? It was, it was good. It was just everything about it was really really cool to see in the in a tragic environment yeah. Yeah. but it, you know I, I think i can separate the emotion from it and understand the history behind it i have lots of questions yeah. actually chris if, if you're willing yeah um, go for it yeah absolutely i'll, I'll do uh, what i can do, I do the last thing i want to do is come off as crass but there was a, okay. a lot of stuff that i didn't understand that i think um a lot of our, you know, a lot of Ronin would probably okay. uh, want to know the answers to as well. Yeah, I'll do my so, best. Yeah, go for it. Um, question number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the queen has a symbol. And it's a crest, actually. Oh, yeah. It's and the, yeah. it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's the royal crest, and it's beautiful. It has, um, it has a lion on one side of the shield, and it has a unicorn on the other side of the shield and there's some other stuff on it and that's the queen's crest as i understand it and and charles has his own and william has his own and they each have their own and when they go to different places in england like if say you're going into men's warehouse <laughs> charles has got to go into men's warehouse and get him some gold toes <laughs> <laughs> you know he's rocking gold toes you know that uh, yep. brat i'm out of gold toes jeez <laughs> oh, my car and, and off he goes uh, to the to the men's warehouse when yep. he goes to the men's warehouse they then put a plaque up in the men's warehouse to signify that has charles's crest on it mm-hmm. that signifies that he actually came in there and bought some gold toes right? oh that's cool and so everywhere you go in england you got all these different places on bond street and all these different it, places yeah, you, and you see this crest all over the place right yeah you, you know what on, i'm talking you, about you right? get it on like in products as well so if the queen buys like a breakfast cereal it has a royal crest on saying you know as supplied to the marriage to the queen or oh. um, you know the uh, you know the um, prince of wales or whatever it might be it's usually that you know the the the, the crown 
and it's the ascension, the next person who's, who's you know who steps up. Okay. So you oh, get so it on like Wikipedia and you know biscuits. That's so much better. And, yeah. Wow. So it, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, like get part approved, but much better. Yeah. 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 Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, Way more prestigious. Yeah. Yeah. No just a little. Uh-huh. So will they get? But here's my question then: Will that symbol change because that crest is emblazoned in 24 karat gold on the gates of Buckingham Palace, and it's pretty much everywhere. Right, this golden symbol of the unicorn and the lion and the shield and the whole thing—will that change now, or how does that work? I don't think it's going to change, uh, personally. I think it's going to stay there probably for a little bit of the, the historic value of it because it's such an iconic shield. And uh, but okay. there, is, there is a standard. It's, it's it's like a flag. It's like the royal standards, and virtually every royal has their own standard. So if you kind of you want to Google it, put in royal standard for England and whatever else, you'll find hundreds of them. So every member of the royal family has. Uh, a standard like a flag you know like a shield right um like the right. prince of the prince of wales has got one which is very unique to him um there's a royal standard which the queen uses which is um if you're in england ireland and wales it's got um like uh, golden lions on it two sets of golden lions so three lions on the shirt you know right. any any english football and fans. she was w- wasn't that flag draped over her coffin it was yeah that's what was... you saw draped over oh, her okay, coffin okay um and therefore yep. then you've got uh, um as part of that you've got uh, like a, it's called a um the red lion rampant of Scotland, which is kind of like a yellow background with a red lion. It looks kind of like a dragon, but yes. it's a lion. And there's a gold right. harp on a blue background. That's for that's for Ireland. So that's that's the standard oh, wow. they use when they're in England, Ireland, and Wales. And then there's another one they have, which is very similar, but instead of having the three golden lions twice, they have the uh, the, the the red lion rampant twice, and that's for Scotland. And then you've okay. got. The Prince of Wales is a, once again under the theme on that, where it's the same as the uh, the standard, the standard standard, and it has like uh, white lines on it, and the the Prince of Wales shield in the middle of it. And so they all kind of follow a similar theme. They all have these little white points on them and white banners and blocks and things and different okay. shields. Okay, and it all it's, there's yeah. symbolism all throughout. So will that will that standard change then? So that will change. So I think I think the standard so will stay the same, but obviously the people. Oh, you do. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I think the people who will inherit it. So you know, as Williams now the new Prince of Wales. He he will then take that as his standard. He'll lose his, you oh, know, I his see. previous one and then adopt this one going forward. Oh, I so see. I don't so, think, so I don't think uh, it changes so the standard. Much. Yeah, so they don't change yeah, yeah. so much, but the people do change. So they'll adopt Behind that standard it. when okay. they have their new position within the royal family. Okay, so it's not the other way around. Very interesting. So secondly, um, I have a question about the scepter and the orb. Okay. So this was cool to me. Yeah. So there's a lot. There's a lot of again pomp and circumstance that goes into this, mm-hmm. and uh, the queen has three things that are unique to her as the the head of state, head of church, just head of the Commonwealth, right? Yeah. So she has her crown. Correct. Then she has a scepter, mm-hmm. and she has an orb, a golden orb with a crucifix on the top of it. Correct. And I've never quite understood. The crown you get. I, I mean, every, yeah, everybody yeah. gets the crown, right? She's the defender of the country, and and that crown signifies that she is the head of the state. Mm-hmm. But the scepter and the orb, I don't get. So, Greg, this is. Um, I would encourage you to, to, if you haven't seen this, Greg, while while we're doing this, maybe pull up pictures of it because King Henry the Eighth made this orb like in the 15th century. He made. This oh wow! Thing. Actually, it's and it was King Charles II in the in the uh, the the 1600s. 1600s. Basically, so just to go kind of go back just a step, the scepter and the orb and one of the crowns was actually created when they brought the monarchy back 
um, I think it was in 1661, don't quote me on that, where they brought Charles II back in again and he created the orb, the scepter, and one of the crowns that you, okay, you see okay. around. So that's where it all kind of came from. Like the, the monarchy are back and let's have some cool stuff to, you know, for them to show. And All right. So it was not King Henry VIII. No. Thank you, Wikipedia. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what it says on mine. Uh, okay, so yep. so the orb signifies the earth, right? Um, and God watching over the earth with the crucifix on the top so of it. Is the, that what it's what so it signifies? So the orb is, is just kind of significant. It's part of the traditional kind of coronation regalia. It only comes out the coronation and deaths. Um, you know, it's okay. kind of gem-encrusted orb with a cross on top. Then it symbolizes uh, the monarch's power that's uh, derived uh, from God directly. So it's basically saying that... The this is the globe. It's their mm, God's that's right cool. to, to, to rule, basically. That's what the orb stands okay. for. Okay. Hmm. Wow. Okay. And, and I did notice they did put a... They did have a close-up of the orb, and mm-hmm. it's gold. Mm-hmm. It's probably pure gold. 24 carat, and. Yep. 24 karat gold mm-hmm. and the gems you can tell are very very old like gems, 1600s the gems wow. are really yeah. cool um, and the thing is the gems came a lot later people don't realize this because um, obviously oh the, is that right the scepter and the orb are part of like the crown jewels which you would probably seen going to the Tower of London and I recommend I have seen take them. a look it's really really cool collection. so that's one and the same so that orb and that scepter are the same ones that I've seen at the Tower yes they will be yeah yeah um, but the okay. interesting thing was like okay. in, in, in 1910 George V um, basically wanted to bejazzle them a bit more, um, so he, <laughs> uh, so he he um, he got hold of the world's largest diamond, which is the Cullinan diamond. This is uh-huh. a, a thirty-one hundred carat diamond. Thirty-one hundred carats. And what? He, and he had them split up. And it actually, th- this diamond was found in nineteen oh five, and the royal family got their hands on it. So in nineteen ten, George V, which is Elizabeth's grandfather, um, had them basically cut. Uh, one to fit on the scepter. I think the scepter's got um, a 530 carat head on it. So, that so the was, white diamond was added by, by that, George V. That was my next question. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So keep going, keep going. And then obviously the other one was actually whatever was left because the Cullinan diamond is bits all over the world because it's such a large diamond. Um, but the, yeah. the biggest one, the 530 carat diamond, is actually on top of the scepter. There's another smaller section of it on the, the orb. Hmm. I was going to ask because they did a close-up of the diamond, mm-hmm. and it looks like this bolo tie that I had in the 80s <laughs> that, it, that I would wear on my paint-splattered... I would wear this on my paint-splattered shirt. Uh, I would wear this massive diamond bolo tie. Sweet. <laughs> and I saw that, and I went, that's, that's like, bigger than my bolo tie diamond. <laughs> is that a real diamond? And so I was going to ask if that's real because, you know, it you is, see yeah. things like, okay, let's take, like, the... Uh, I don't know, like the Pink Panther Diamond or the the Heart of the Ocean from Titanic. Uh-huh. All of these are in movies. But this thing is like five times the size of either of those things. Yeah. And I remember seeing that diamond at the tower when I saw the crown jewels. And I remember saying, I was like, there is no way it's be that's fake, real. Right? Yeah, it's got to be fake. There is absolutely no way that's a real diamond because it's like the size of my hand. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is, it's if huge. It any, if it was anybody else but the real family, you'd say it was fake. But... You know for no. well that thing's real, the real deal. So okay, because I didn't know if it was like a Kanye West kind of thing where she's just rocking that, but it's not real. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, oh. All right. Okay. So so uh, the scepter and what does the scepter signify? Just real quick. Um, yeah, the, the scepter is just basically down to it's just leadership. You know. Um, okay. You know, just kind of. It, it's so just, it's not you know, magic. Yeah. It's not magic, no. It's not like... It's just just to show it off. You can't turn somebody into a chicken with it. (laughs) Or Newt. (laughs) 
Uh, and then, and then finally, my last question about the the whole ceremony of the thing is, uh-huh. she will not stay with Prince Philip at uh, St. George's Chapel, right? They're going to be moved somewhere else, right? Um, yeah, they actually get moved to another chapel. Um, uh, basically, it's all part of uh, Windsor Castle, so they're not going to stay in St. Oh, George's Chapel. They're going to be moved to um, um, another chapel that's slightly it's just in the location of Windsor Castle basically and the Queen actually I believe had it commissioned and built in the 1960s for her right, they've been planning this funeral they've since been planning the this 60s. for decades you know yeah. like since the yeah. 60s the 50s and 60s apparently like when she took the coronation yeah. they have to plan for it this, this is why I think the some of the family and the procession wasn't that emotional because I think at one point you know it's coming and you grieve yeah. for so long and then we've been the royal family then it becomes duty and service I think yeah, the, the, the duty and service kicks in and they kind of you know they just yeah. bury the emotion and, and until a later time they can they can uh, they can actually grieve in, in private but the 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 saint george's chapel i remember when i went there as a you know a few years ago when i was living kind of in, in the locale is there's like 25 coffins down there there's 25 previous um in saint george's oh really saint george's chapel alone yeah dating back you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years so her father's there, her grandfather's there, um, hmm. everybody's in that chapel basically. But wow. you know, what? her and Philip will be moved to a smaller chapel in in, in Winter Castle. So, okay, awesome. Um, okay, so Westminster Abbey—they haven't had a royal funeral in Westminster Abbey since the 1700s. Mm-hmm. This was the first one. You had David Beckham oh, uh, yeah. waiting 12 hours to as see if, the Queen. Yeah. As, as if the man wasn't a big enough legend. Else. Yeah, as if the guy wasn't a big enough legend already. He uh, he waited 12 hours with the general public. Didn't try to cut line, trying to try to you know quell favor with anybody else, and just kind of got there and waited with everybody else and pay his respects. And I'm like, you know what, round of applause wow. to, to David Beckham. That's you know what I mean, cool. yeah. it's actually that's what, really cool. What a guy, you know what I mean? What what, yeah. you know, what what a you know what just a kind of humbling thing to do, you know what I mean? Considering he's like a, an, an A-lister and he's you know um, you know anybody, anybody who's a football who's played for England is virtually royalty in the UK anyway. And <laughs> yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. I I had friends, you know, I think I mentioned to you guys privately. I had friends who travelled down from my hometown of Stoke on Trent to uh, to pay their respects. And they were there for nearly forty eight hours in a line to get in there. You know, they, wow, wow, uh, that they slept there, kind of thing. It's it's meant so much to so many people. So even even Joe averages have kind of like come from all over the country to pay their respects, either in Scotland, um, you know, in, in Ireland to a certain extent, in Northern Ireland, and definitely in England when when they was, she was brought down to london it, you know it's, well, it's huge yeah you know and I, and I have to tell you i know there's a lot of people that don't like the royals both in the uk and here um the history and the the tradition behind this like them or no is uh something that i think everybody should see because it is living history it's something that's unbelievably rare to watch it'll probably be the yeah. only time this happens in my lifetime because you know charles is going to live till he's like 600 <laughs> they have the genes <laughs> yeah. yeah they got the genes uh, the genetics of that um yeah yeah so it's uh it, it was just it was very cool you both you and bren were on my mind dude watching this the way that uh the way that i was it was it was just really t- it was a very emotional thing yeah to see Agreed. and uh and a very um though horrible a very cool um tradition to watch unfold 
before our eyes. You know, it, it was it was really something. It, it was and fun for me to be like, hey, I, I'll be able to tell my grandkids about this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that yeah, I was yeah. able to watch this funeral, watch this whole experience, and hey, you know, that's something because I've never been to London. You know what I mean? And yeah. so being an American, yet, it's very yet. yet it's very hard for me to kind of wrap my head around royalty and you know this kind of stuff. And we you know in America, money. like something in the 1900s yeah. is old to us. You know, and, yeah. and in the UK, they're like, hold my pint. This is you know from the 1500s, and it's no big deal. So oh, you go to the tower and you can see graffiti in the tower from yeah. like oh, yeah, the 1200s. From, on the yeah. 13th. Oh yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So, and then I do have to say, watching Game of Thrones after it hit way better. Like Game of Thrones was like on a whole different level. <laughs> yeah, like it, the royals and, and weddings and stuff it was awesome. All right, so one final question, if I can, and it's yeah. about the crown because when I did go to the to the tower and I did see the crown jewels, they had the crowns of all of the great royals. Uh, they yeah. also had King Henry VIII's suit of armor, and he had syphilis. So <laughs> Big he, old his codpiece. His codpiece was like a basketball, right? <laughs> King Henry VIII's codpiece. I was like, dude, Tom Jones, man. Tom, Tom Jones, Jones wouldn't have a codpiece this big. Yes, he would. Uh, but but this, yeah, he probably would. He probably would. would. Um, yeah. So I do have a question about the crowns, though, because I saw Victoria, Queen Victoria's crown and Queen yeah. Mary's crown, and they look like they're brand new. Oh, and yeah. And they go back, you know, hundreds of years, and they look brand new. Again, it was similar to the scepter where I was like, that's not real. They're just remaking these things, or they're picking them up at Party City and just putting them in here. <laughs> <laughs> because they look so new. Bringing an ILM to, to do a remake like, on it. You yeah. know, so why you go to Swarovski over at City Creek right. and you just and there it is. So um so what are they gonna do with the crown now? Did does what happens to the Queen's crown? So first of all. So there's two crowns basically the Queen's worn um, over a reign. There's one called the St. Edward's crown. And this is another 1661 okay. King Charles II kind of crown because that was created for oh, okay. him to be. Okay, so it wasn't, it's not unique to her. Hmm. It's not no, no, unique no. to her then. But that's okay. uh, but this crown is only used for um, coronations of, of um, you know kings and queens. Basically, it is purely for that. It's okay. worn for one day, and then it goes okay. back in the Tower of London until the next one, basically. Um, but it's, I see. It's it's kind of yeah. So yeah, it's, it's originally you know medieval. So it's like 1661. It's dark ages. Um, but apparently, wow. originally belonged to Edward the Confessor. So we're talking 11th century. So it was even old back in 1661. Oh my God. Holy crap! Wow. So th th what? Jeez. So, so th this thing's um you know if you want me to give some stats on it, it's 21 karat gold, weighs about okay. five pounds. It's got 444 okay. precious stones. Um, oh which gosh. is all like rose garnets, topazes, rubies, they're amethyst. They're huge. all huge. Oh, yeah. Uh, things yeah. called jagoons on it, which I didn't know was a stone, but apparently it's a zircone, um, zircone kind of stone, like a cheap copy diamond. And the Girl Scouts, the Girl Scouts sell those. <laughs> yeah. There's the Samoas. <laughs> they're like my favorite. <laughs> and then they've got like garnet and then a thing called a spinal, which is a like a pink diamond, basically. Never heard of that. And a thing called a carbuncle, oh, which is a matte um, stone with a convex cut. So... That's the one that she basically wore at the coronation that Charles will wear for his coronation, and that's purely what it does. Okay. And then the and that was not the crown that we saw yesterday at the funeral. No, that's that was the, not the crown. That's called the imperial state crown that you would have seen on the on the casket and, and the coffin with the queen okay. inside. So, um, and that was created in 1937, um, and that was basically used for state occasions. So if you go, the the like the, uh, the queen goes to the annual opening of parliament. If the mm -hmm. you know anything she does like um, uh, knighting people or any kind of civil ceremony she has to be a court, there like a court of honor that's the kind of crown like that, court of honor with like <laughs> yeah and it's that kind of like that crushed purple velvet with like all the you know, yes. stuff on it and, and that thing's kind of next level um okay. because it's got 268 uh, sorry 2800 diamonds 2800 diamonds in it <laughs> 17 oh, sapphires 11 oh. emeralds 269 pearls and Whoa. four rubies 
and apparently they had to have it appraised about two years ago for insurance yeah. purposes. Anyone know how, how much it costs? The, 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 that much? crown that was on the casket that those yeah. poor those poor soldiers had to carry. Uh, yeah. like, it wasn't scary enough that you had to carry the queen, but don't drop the orb scepter and the crown with 2,800 <laughs> precious stones on it. Uh, yeah, pretty much so. Uh, weighs about five pounds uh, as well. So yeah, uh, how, so how much? It was valued um, for insurance purposes between three and five billion pounds. Billion pounds? Billion pounds, Holy yeah. crap. Wow. So you're talking between like four and seven billion dollars. <laughs> For, for five, I, can just see, I can just see Beyonce sitting at home as like Jay salivating. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't help uh, but think about just like you know we're talking about all this fancy stuff and then I just picture Joe Biden falling down on his mountain bike. That's the contrast that we have here. I'm like, oh my gosh. This is- <laughs> well, when he got on the pl- when he got on the plane to fly home, he looked very confused about where he was and why he was there. So uh-huh. <laughs> it's just insane. Change oh, me, Santa. <laughs> so. So, all right. So, uh, Chris, thank you. That, that, no that actually shared that, that shed some light. I know we have a lot of people who yeah. uh, are well traveled that listen to the show. Yeah. We've got a lot of people in the UK that listen to this show, and so I, I know we were probably asking some really stupid questions. And uh, and I appreciate you answering all of them. There's there's one more thing that I want to clear up before we move sure. on. And I know we've spent a lot of time on it, but thank thank you for your patience, all of you. Uh, I find this stuff fascinating. I know a lot of other people do too. I got a bunch of stuff about the beef eaters wrong. Oh, on the last show you did? On the last show, because a beef eater recognized me, and I got to do something very cool that I forgot to say. I got to see them um, light the torches after everyone had left. So they close the gates to the tower, and they light the torches. It's a ceremony that they do without the public around that they've done for a thousand years. Oh, okay. And uh, it's very rare to get to see this. In fact, almost no one that doesn't live at the tower actually gets to see this. I was lucky enough that I got to see it. That's cool. Uh, because this guy recognized me. Hmm. Uh, and so because of this, I think I know a lot about the beef eaters. No, <laughs> I don't. Uh, Chris, Chris, actually, he helped me out with this. So, yeah. so Chris, the beef eaters are called beef eaters. Why? Um, I thought it was because they were big and burly, meaning that they ate a lot of protein and they were just kind of rough and tumble barrel chested dudes. So right? just to clear it up, they're actually not called beef eaters. That's the slang name for them. They're actually called yeoman right. warders of the Tower of London. Oh wow, oh, that's right. And the, wow. and the nickname is the beef eaters. Okay, that's right. Okay. And and I what did I call them? I called them the yeoman wanderers or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. I can't remember what I called them. The yeoman warders. Yeah, and they are the ceremonial yeah. guards of the Tower of London. And historically, they've been there to guard prisoners as well as the crown jewels. They had two roles. Oh, okay. okay. Wow. The Tower of London was a prison they- more than it was a, a keep. So, yeah. I mean, having been in those prisons, that's definitely not a place you want to be. Yeah, the tower. Huh. Uh, for sure. So, where, so where did the beef eater nickname come from then? So, um, basically, there's, there's there's two kind of stories about this. Uh, one is that um, it's a connotation, like a kind of a a play on words from a French word that meant to to taste food, to taste beef, basically, as they were food tasters as well for for the royal families thousands of years ago. Oh no! So this is like to oh, see if it was it, safe, that yeah, 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 yeah. or something yeah. like that. But mm-hmm. also in wow. the like in in the, in the kind of the times of Charles II kind of moving on into the 17th century apparently because they were the best of the best they would be given extra rations of beef or beef broth so they would be sat there looking at the other soldiers they were you know eating whatever like uh, yeah, really yeah. hard biscuits kind of thing and uh, whatever see, rations they had and they were eating and they were eating kind of like really nice rations of beef broth and beef and that's kind of why they were nicknamed the beef eaters well and see okay. I'm so glad that we have Chris here because the most I ever knew of the beef eater name was beef eater gin 
Yeah, the yeah. gin. And that's where it comes from. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Oh, is yeah, it yeah, really? Yeah. Educational oh. and alcoholic. Well done, Brett. <laughs> and, and the Brits love their gin. <laughs> Make no mistake. Yeah, they do. Um, okay, so so uh, awesome. This is, this is all great stuff. Uh, the beef eaters do still live at the tower with yes, their families. Do. That's yep. still cool. a thing that they do. That's correct. Um, so there's still hundreds of people that live at the tower. Yeah. Which that's I think insane. is really cool. Yeah, nice. there's, like, wow. there's, only 30, there's only 32 core like, beef eater stroke yeoman guards, and they're made up of various people from different armed forces so you've got the marines the navy the air force and the army mm-hmm. uh, and, yeah. and they are specially selected because they have to meet certain principles and they've got to have 22 years of, of, of active service wow got 22, to re- years. 22 years, wow. years minim- active service. minimum they've got to reach the, the rank of warrant wow. officer uh, and they must okay. have they must have been awarded the long service and the good conduct medal to allow them to serve Oh, so you have to have two, two specific commendations in order to even be eligible. Correct, be eligible, and then you have to be selected, specially yeah. selected. So these guys are, you know, you know, they're 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 yeah. the best at what they do. Basically, they have yeah. been selected to do what they do, and it's you know, we need to get the Ronin to uh, to London. We've got to give you guys a tour. You know, of this we, stuff, you know, I, 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 I talked to Spence's wife. Mm-hmm. I talked to Steve Murray's wife. Um, and she works in the travel industry. Her dad owns Christopherson Travel, which is a oh, fantastic cool. travel cool. industry, tra- travel company, excuse me. And I talked to her about a variety of things, including another chunk of cruise. And I Ooh. talked to her about London and arranging some sort of something. So Ooh. we would love to be able to put together an organized thing like to Greece and to London mm-hmm. and a cruise and just start planning all of these out and have like a five year plan so that we can just do That'd one and then immediately institute another one so that we can just set these up the right oh, way. And London yeah. would have to be in there. That's how it would be. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, is, it is a magical place. It really is a magical place. And I appreciate you sharing your country with us, Chris. Oh, um, no, no. It means a lot, man. Thing is, it's kind of it's kind of strange though that you know the U.S. is my adopted home. That you know there's always a special place in Britain. You know from oh of course the Scotland's the Highland Scotland's all the way down to like the South Coast and Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland. You know it's just a it's a fantastic place. And I recommend anybody if you've not been, you get the opportunity to do so. Do so. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. You yeah, have a great time. You're gonna see lots of cool stuff and. And why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, oh, absolutely. All right, so this uh, we can talk about this stuff. You know, I feel oh, like we're yeah. just we're just barely scratching the surface mm-hmm. on all of this stuff. I I do think we need to get Greg to London. Agreed. I yeah. do think that can, uh, can yeah, I go to yes, yeah. of course, yeah, and Denver. Like Denver, Denver's been there, but we yeah, we, yeah. we well, got I I just need uh, to get, whole get gang to together. the UK yes. in general because I've got ancestry from Ireland, so. I just need oh, okay. to get All over right, we'll up, upon those lands and just go see everything because I could yeah. see you though, yeah. Greg. I could see you creating some sort of Grecian incident yeah. over there. You know what I'm saying? You could have set up down like British Greco relations about a thousand I, I years. Would, yes, yes. I would invade the uh the London Museum and I would bring back those Elgin marbles to Greece where they belong. Lord Elgin. <laughs> yeah, see you see? It's my we're favorite to, Game of Thrones character. We're going to have to keep him nice and sedated <laughs> with some, with some <laughs> Scottish whiskey. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. So, look, well, we've got, we have still, believe it or not, we have a lot of other stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did want Chris to come in and spend some time on this because, oh, yeah. because it's history. It, it is living history out. happening right in front. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh, we've got some Disney stuff coming up. We've got movie stuff coming up. We've got uh, a controversy to talk about. Uh, thank you, Glenn Berry. I think it's important to talk yeah. about this. But before we do all of this, uh, 
Tonga poll coming up as well. Uh, before we do any of this, we want to say thank you to our mighty Radio Ronan producers. Yes! Uh, official producers. All these guys give us content. They do all kinds of stuff for us. And uh, we're extremely grateful for the support that you've shown us. Uh, they can put their uh, producer title on a resume, on their LinkedIn profile. They can use this as a job reference. You, you guys get it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you to all of you. So do we have super producers or... Are these we, are super. Yeah, these yeah, are the super, super producers. producers today. Everybody's yeah. 25 bucks a month on up. Yeah, so everyone's $25 until I say otherwise. So starting us off, we have Andy. Ha cha 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 Good. Good, <laughs> yeah. man. Nice. Thank you, Andy. Uh, we have Jeremy James. Thanks, dude. We have Joey Wakefield, yep. uh, Kelly, and the Freeloader. Yes. We also have Corey Richards, who just celebrated a birthday. Happy so, birthday, Corey. Happy birthday, Corey. Woo. Happy birthday. Uh, we, have, we have the New Day podcast with Angela, also yes. who just celebrated yeah. a birthday. Yeah. Lots yeah. of birthdays Happy birthday, this month. sis. Yeah. Uh, we have Shane K. Daniels Jr., backup host for us here. Thank you, man. Happy birthday, Shane. Uh, happy, happy birthday. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Tire Factory Point S Tire and Auto Service in American Fork. You're, it's yep. it's going to get snowy. Thank you, friends. Yeah, Ooh, thank you. Tires. Yeah. Uh, also at $25, we have Wookie Noises in the Dark gave us Wookie Pox, which, I mean, yeah. it did. Yep. It's, it's just like monkey pox, except it's only in your armpits. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Chewie's uh, thing? For, uh, was it sister from the, the Christmas special? Lumpy. Well, it was Lumpy. The name Lumpy. I think Chewie's kid is named Lumpy. <laughs> yeah, Chewie's kid is. Yeah, Chewie's kid is called Lumpy. Yeah. Lumpy definitely has monkey Chewie pox. Chewie had a kid. <laughs> I guess That's so nasty. Watch yeah. the Rift Tracks version of the, the Star Wars Christmas special yeah, yeah, there you go. every minute. Yes. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, at twenty five oh one, we have D Dog and Nanny Pants. The only way that a car is worth five hundred dollars is if there's a three hundred dollar hooker sitting in it. Did we ever figure out the? <laughs> I think this is from I, Vegas. I don't think that we had the. Uh, you know, we were in that threshold of the two weeks of that one. I, I think we before, may be okay so. now. Yeah. We have to look yeah. that up. Yeah, Who wants to it. look it up? I'll, I'll do it. Oh, okay, yeah, you'll do please. it? I'll do it oh, while Jailer's ready. Oh, there you go. Nice. Uh, let's see. You're picking back up at uh, 2505. We have Riacha, voiceover actor. Thank you, man. Hey, hey. Riacha. Happy uh, birthday, Riacha. Yeah, happy no. birthday, dude. Hey, like, the whole super producer list is having birthdays. Yep. Uh, let's see. At 2525, we have Splendid Daddy paying for MCAT because she, quote, don't do shit in MCAT. Yeah. We still love you to death. So yeah. thank you. Oh, yeah. uh, at 2555, we have Denver Robbins Creative, my uh, fellow shipmate. Uh, he, by the way, if you're friends with Denver on Facebook, go yes. check out. He posted the 360 footage that we we filmed on the pirate ship sweet uh, it's very cool it's sick. Yes. it's really cool oh chris did you find it yeah it's chris it's found better, it yeah it's better call soul it's jimmy oh, mcgill it's better call soul okay. oh that's yeah. right that is right oh yeah yeah now okay. i remember that one nice i just i just saw it on uh yep that's nice. right. well played uh let's see at 25 55 we have duke and duchess of worcestershire are proud to serve as the twilla co uh, county co-chapter presidents yep yes, yes. Yep. Yeah. Our Goblin Ghost Hunt is going to be happening in their district. Yeah. So you, you, you have to watch yep. over us. Yeah. Are yep. they going to preside over us? I think they should. Yes, Bring they should. <laughs> they are royalty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were at the funeral anyway. So. Exactly. <laughs> at $26 a month, we have CK Dexter Haven, a.k.a. the derelict scrum master. Thank you, whoever yes. you are. We still can't figure it out, but, I don't but know. thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, $28 a month, we have Steven, everyone's favorite, Ross, which is very true. No, yeah. It's true. Yeah. True story. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. 28, oh, sorry. At 2802, we have Dr. Gills Rails. It's yeah. in all caps, so I have to yell it. Uh, they're, they're doing. They're in, inside now. They're doing everything inside and outside, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, at $30 a month, we have Angela Jensen. Thank you, Angela. Along yeah. with uh, Nikki Larson. Nikki, we love you. Angela, Nikki. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Along with a senior partner himself, Ryan, Ryan Peterson. Peterson. Dude. Yeah. Uh, this guy's the coolest. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, also, at $30 a month, we have Stage 4 Cancer Survivor. Suck it, Cancer. Yeah. Suck it, Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Absolutely. Huh. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, also at $30 a month, we have This is Chandler, Prince of Goblins, and I'm listening. Thank you, Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I need much to watch appreciated, Frasier, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at 30-30, all the way out in Switzerland, we have Charles Chagany. Thank you, Chuck. man. Yeah. By the way, Chuck, your kid is... Get that kid an agent, will you? I saw No it. kidding. That is the cutest <laughs> little kid ever. I thought Aww. the same thing, actually. I was like, oh, man, she needs an agent. Right. Aww. Yeah. Uh, at, at $31 a month, we have Travis and Amanda Shields. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, man, this is a good one. At $33.33, we have Yeet the Twinkie. Yeet the Twinkie. Yeet the Twinkie. Yeet. Sounds like something that would be said in Bash. I don't um, know. I, once upon a time, I, was, uh, I got into a little bit of trouble. Uh-huh. Because I was driving with my friend on North Temple okay. in a bad part of town, and right out in front of the Wonder Factory was Twinkie the Kid. <laughs> okay. It was Twinkie the Kid was standing out there with his lasso, and my friend said, "Hey, I dare you to go kick Twinkie the Kid's ass." Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? And I jumped out <laughs> of the car what? while it was moving and took off, and Twinkie the Kid ran so fast he ran out of his boots. <laughs> with me chasing Twinkie the Kid down nor- down North Temple towards wow. the fairgrounds. Uh-huh. And he he's listen, even in that foam costume, he beat me. And I'm I'm a fast guy. <laughs> no, the eighties are so uh, rad. Uh, I miss a the eighties. Saw me chasing Twinkie the Kid and he had some very stern questions for yeah. me. As, as you should have as you now, would. And and Chandler, please help me with the young people speak. Now yeet means uh-huh. to throw, right? To like throw it something. It means to throw. Okay. Yeah, so you yeah. you can yeet a football. It means you're throwing it. Mm-hmm. It's very dumb. So that that doesn't make a lot of sense. So because when really I was doesn't. like uh, when I was playing I was playing in San Francisco, I could hear people going yeet. Yeah, that just means they're throwing things. I, but, but That's I, so dumb. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't see anything be thrown at you? I don't know. Uh, maybe. They seemed happy. <laughs> they seemed happy. They were throwing a twink. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I love that one so much. Whoever you are, thank you. Yeet! Yeet! Yeah. Uh, 35, 35, we have Krista, proud Navy mom, Windsor. We're yes. all proud Navy moms with you. Yeah, um, for sure. At 3608, we have Radio Ronin. When I tried it with butter, everything changed. And that's from Ben Gunn. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, everything is better with butter. Yeah, no, yeah. that's no, that's fresh cream. cream. Marie Butter. <laughs> there well, he is. that sounds familiar, actually. <laughs> is that a movie quote? Or is that, is it that might from, even uh, be from, from a like film? a commercial or something. I, I, it sounds familiar. Well, I don't know why. You, you got to look it up, Panda. Yeah, it's been two weeks. Show. You gotta it's look been two it up. weeks. Yeah. I'll, I'll read it again. When I tried it with butter, everything changed. So, okay. All right. There we go. Find that, Panda. Okay, yeah. At 39.98, we have Jaron Cahoon out in Alabama. Roll time! Yeah. And then a big shout out to these two. Uh, Pop Culture Pumpkins, Rebecca and Eric. $40 yeah. a month. They are enjoying Oogie Boogie as we speak right now. So yeah. they're, right, they're there right now, aren't right, they? Right the second so it has started, yeah. Here's the, here's the deal. We heard from Becky and Eric. Uh, actually, I think it was Greg that, that heard at the uh, at the Bowling for Soup show. Uh-huh. Uh, they have room for like one more order. Yeah, like one more. One more pumpkin. So yep. if you have any designs on doing this, do it now. Yes. Yeah, yes, Chris, what did you find? Uh, it's a song lyric from. Uh, it's called "It's Corn," a song by yeah, Recess Therapy, Terry, and Gregory Brothers. Before, but I looked it up too, and that's what I. The yeah. result that it's I from got. Corn. I can tell you about or is it. A song I'm, called "It's Corn." Yeah, it's called "It's Corn." It's like I can tell you all about it. I mean. Uh, look at this thing when I tried it with the butter everything changed yeah it's a a silly song that some teenage uh, kid had written and it's like all over the place right now it's like the big it's all over the place you know at this moment it's like this generation's bitchin' Camaro. Yeah, oh, exactly. There's no insurance to match. Oh, okay. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Nice. So is that that's it? That's if, it. Yeah, if we're you would done. like to join our Patreon family, um, we would sure love to have you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Radio Ronan. That's P A T R E O N dot com forward slash Radio Ronan. Nice. And uh, we will butcher your name in public. <laughs> <laughs> there you yes, go. Yeah. Uh, all right, Chunga Pole. We've got a new Woo-hoo! Chunga Pole. And this one is going to be. Uh, it's Halloween, as you can tell by the uh, by the music in the background. Yeah. Right, it's Halloween. We had uh, a Halloween candy thing, and then we had. Did we have another? No, we didn't. Oh, we did because Mindy Downey gave us the uh, yeah Halloween yeah. location yeah. you would stay well, overnight at. Right. Yeah. So and just yes, so right. you know, it's Halloween because I say it's Halloween, and when I say it's <laughs> Halloween, no, no, it's no, it's true. <laughs> it is Halloween. It's true. No, that, it's time to start. Mm. And, we don't want to be damned. We don't want to be damned, yeah. and he's exactly. decided, so why not? <laughs> uh, okay, so this uh, this one, I can't remember who came up with this. Was it you, Greg? No, it I think it was, uh, it was Chandler. Chandler. It was Chandler. Yeah. It was me, actually. Chandler came up with this one, yeah. So uh, great choice, Chandler. Good job. Thank you. Uh, this is um, a chunk of pole that it might be a little kind of wonky. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because of me. <laughs> no, but no, it's. I think it's going to be a great chunk of pole. Yeah, so uh, what is your favorite spook alley you've ever gone to yeah Yeah. your favorite spook alley you've ever gone to now here's the deal i'm going to throw you a curveball okay Okay. because Mm -hmm. amusement park attractions would also count yeah okay in this amusement oh oh, okay you know dracula's castle the terror terror right yeah the haunted mansion uh all of that would apply it's the same thing oh that may change my answer then. Apply. Well, okay. And even past spook alleys or haunted houses work for this as well because my yeah. choice is actually a past haunted house here in Utah. Is that right? Yes. yes. Okay. You know what? Then we have to change this. Okay, let's change it. Yeah, we have to change this. No amusement park rights. Yeah, I, I think it has to be a spook alley. Well, but, but I've got one that I've got one that I, I you'll see what I'm talking. Is it borderline? About. Okay, it's borderline. that's fine. That's okay. fine. You guys can decide. All right, Greg. Do we want to start with you? With your favorite haunted house of all time? Yeah, we we can totally start with me because I, I do have okay. a runner up for this as well. Which would okay. have been Alien Encounters here in Taylorsville, Utah. Oh, yeah. Which I yeah. love that one because a good portion of it was actually outdoors, which I love the outdoor oh, haunted yeah. houses. So that haunted house, so that you know, I've told this story before about the most scared I've ever been. And it's when my friend told me he couldn't come and investigate this old abandoned house with me. And then he went and hid up in the attic. Oh, yeah. Jumped. So we called it the Sandy Crotch House, and it was right where you got off of I-15 on Redwood Road in Taylorsville. There was this red and white Victorian mansion, and we called it the Sandy Crotch House because it was red and white, but it was abandoned oh, okay. yeah. and really scary. They took that they took that Victorian mansion and the funeral home that had been abandoned just no. down the road, and yeah. they turned it into a haunted house. So there was a morgue slash funeral home and this old this old mansion Mm -hmm. uh and they used both of those uh locations as settings out in the woods for this thing called alien encounters which was a great Mm. spook alley i'm bummed that it's not around anymore that whole area now is like an office park i I think their apartments now just office space out there in that location now which is kind of a bummer it's it's a travesty is what it is when when did it close because i i don't remember this one at all it was like the 90s yeah, no, late, that would be late 90s, it, it disappeared, okay. and yeah. I was so bummed because hmm. that was one of my favorite ones because, like I said, 
a good portion of it was outside, but then you also went through the house and what used to be a funeral home. And it was like perfect because it was the perfect amount of outdoors and indoors. And it was just, it was a great haunted house. But I think my absolute favorite, especially the original location of Rocky Point Haunted House is still oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Down, like one of the greatest I've ever been to. Yeah, Rocky Point. Um, that uh, that was uh, at least in the two thousands. Uh, from you know, I think it closed in what two thousand ten, something like that. Rocky Point was at the old Fred Meyer um, on State Street mm, for a okay. long time, but its original location was an old restaurant that had like these stone steps and it was really creepy up in Ogden. Yeah. And it was bad. I thought it was better up there. Yeah. I think that's where, so that's where Denver, yeah. uh, of Denver Robbins creative kind of started cutting his teeth in film. And yeah. yeah. Props, he was a special, a, a special effect kind of makeup guy back there. That when he was, was a young Denver's kid. place. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. really cool. And that was the best location for it because it was also like almost kind of a Victorian style restaurant as well. The, at least the yeah. building that it was in, And then they actually ended up moving to, for a little bit, they moved to the, it was like the the downtown Salt Lake uh, location of Salt Lake Community College. Oh, that's right. They did it there for like a a little, like a few years. And then they moved to that, uh, you know, what used to be a Fred Meyer. The the old Fred Meyer. So it's funny that you bring up Denver Robbins because Denver did that for a long time. And then he was replaced by a guy. Yeah. Uh, who I hired, a former employee of mine, mm-hmm. uh, who it worked out a great deal with the owners of Rocky Point. He said, I need a special effects house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need a special effects makeup house. And I need this much square footage. Do you have the space in Rocky Point? And the lady who owned it, a lady I knew quite well, she said, I'll tell you what, I'll let you have the space in here for free if you do all of the special makeup effects for the actors for Rocky Point for free. Yeah, that's uh, a good deal. Year. Yeah. So you stay here rent free. I'll do it for trade. So you have to do appliances like fake teeth and makeup and all this kind of stuff for all of our actors. And he said, done. And uh, I was introduced to him through the owner of Rocky Point on a film I was working on. And I needed a special effects guy. And uh, I met with him. He showed me an original X-Wing from Star Wars A New Hope that was unpainted. No yes. Wow. Oh, a model. That's awesome. That was unpainted that he kept in a bin. And that guy's name, Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead. Yep. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, so cool. Dude. Yeah. So he, you know, for those of you that ever went to the Rocky Point Haunted House, that has greatness in it. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Both with Denver and with Greg. Yeah. Insane. And, yep, awesome stuff. So, okay. Good choices, Panda. Good Thanks. choices. I think yeah. you should go next because I'm really curious about your, your one that's kind of on the edge. So, well, here's the thing. Uh, I was never, you know, my number one, I never actually went to. Really? Okay. I did security for it. Oh. Which would be the haunted old mill. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. The single most haunted location, one of the the top to one of the top two most haunted locations I've ever been. Mm-hmm. The darkest place I've ever been in ever. Oh yeah. Absolutely terrifying. 
uh, we would get into fistfights. The other security guards would get into fistfights as to who had to do the final walkthrough at the end of the night because it was so terrifying. Uh-huh. Uh, the haunted old mill, but I didn't actually go there. So does that count? Oh, that counts yeah, because that you, totally you knew counts. the building inside and out. Yeah. Knew the building inside yeah, and out. You worked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that counts. Still know the building inside and out. You know, yep. um, props to my brother. He actually went and did his uh, YouTube video there. Uh-huh. Uh, it was during the day. We had the opportunity to do that. We elected not to. Props to John because he went and did it. Yeah. We wanted to do an investigation there. Um, we said, no, it needs to be dark. We need to do an investigation. We never, we got so close to getting the clearance to do that. John tried to do it. They offered a, a tour for him in the day mm-hmm. and he went and did it and props to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he got to see parts of it. You know uh, it's I mean? in bad shape. It's, it's a bad it's shape. A real yeah, bad really, shape. really, really yeah, bad shape. In fact, mm-hmm. we um, were forbade from going there because of how bad of shape that that place is in. Do you remember that panda? We I were do. they were like um, they said no. You, we're, we were going to do this, but uh, we just can't. Mm. Somebody's going to die, especially at night. Where you if can't you go see. at night, someone's going to die. So no way. Yeah, we we totally so, had yeah. it set up for a nighttime investigation, and they were like, yeah, yeah sorry, we Jeez. don't want you guys to die in the building. Wow. So Can I just can. say one of the scariest moments of my life is when we were up in Utah uh, for the last t-shirt meetup, actually. And mm-hmm. we were staying up at a hotel and we were driving through Cottonwood area and we didn't uh, know where we were because it was an, an area that we didn't really know. And Google Maps and all of its wisdom took us like this weird back way through these yeah. woods. And we're like, what the hell is through this? Through this hollow. Through this yeah. hollow. We're like, oh, this is kind of cool. But I didn't know what part of town it was. And all of a sudden the headlights hit this building that's just looming in the distance. Oh, uh-huh. And it was the old mill. We had no clue that we were driving yeah. up on it. Yeah. One I of the freakiest moments of my life seeing yeah. that thing. I didn't know because it's all developed oh, around. Yeah, uh-huh. we had no clue. It was exactly. terrifying. And I, I believe I had sent you guys a message one day where I'm like, I don't know how I ended up here, but I was like yeah. outside of the haunted old mill and I took a picture <laughs> of it and sent it to you guys like, I don't oh, yeah. remember getting here, but I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> the place is messed up. It's really spooky. Uh, yeah. um, if you want to see, if you want to listen to, I, I'm not going to, I used to do this. I would tell the, the Haunted Old Mill stories during the Halloween show. Yeah. Things yeah. Like that. Uh, I put them on the bonus. Uh, we did a bonus episode about it. It's all there in the Patreon bonus episodes. Yep. You can go listen if you want to. Uh, and and they're all there for you. But it would for me, it would be the Haunted Old Mill. The wow. question I had about, though, is that we went to a haunted house last year at Not Scary Farm. Oh, oh yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's called Mesmer's. Mesmer. What is it? Mesmer's uh, uh, Sideshow of, uh, of Magic. Or something weird. Yeah, something well, like that. Let's oh, see. Oh, 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 Mesmer's Mesmer. Sideshow of the Mind. Of the yeah. Mind. Well, and it's up on yeah. YouTube, right? Yeah, I watched it last night. Yeah, it's it's on Ronin TV. Yeah, oh, you watched it, did it you last really? night. We watched it last night, and also the one with the uh, last year we did the haunted mansion with all the thunder and lightning when we came out. Oh, oh yeah, the yeah, hail yeah. Remember that? Yeah. We kind of came. Uh, when we uh, we were yeah. at Disneyland and we got that really bad storm with the hail the size of fists and you know the, the oh, yeah. we watched yeah. both of those a, yeah we watched both those last night trying to get in the, the Halloween vibe going so. nice. oh that's awesome yes. yeah that was so creepy man the the castle got hit like four times yeah. by lightning oh. the haunted mansion got hit. Um, and sent everybody running like crazy. Remember, there were all those branches all over the ground from the massive hailstones that were hitting? And Chris and I are just trying to eat our burgers and peace. Yeah, my cheeseburger got really wet. Kids are crying. I love that cheeseburger. There's, there's yeah. some fun videos there. But anyway, so Mesmer's Sideshow of the Mind mm-hmm. uh, was definitely the most technically advanced and was mm-hmm. honest. Uh, Shannon Peter Pants. Yeah, she did. At this thing. It was so scary. Yeah. So, But I don't know if that counts because it's in an amusement park. Oh, no, that counts. Well, no, 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 Because no, it's not a ride. So yeah. be, I would still have to go with the Haunted Old Mill just because of the history of it. But, okay. but frankly, Mesmer's was scarier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands it, it, was really, it was really scary. Nice. Like, really scary. Yeah. Hmm. So, okay. So what am I going with? Uh... 
old mill because it's really haunted. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, smart. that works. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's what I'm I like going. it. Okay, so Chandler. Uh, for me, on the kind of similar to yours, um, my my runner up would be Mesmer, just because from a tech standpoint and me being kind of like a film nerd and things like that, loving yeah. props, special effects, mm-hmm. uh, the animatronics that they had were like twenty feet high. These these things that would reach out over the top of you. Yep. And cool. There was a skeleton that jumped out of a bungee rig and poked me in the ear. It was a whole thing. <laughs> I right freaked out. <laughs> it, it, it was messed Violated up. Violated your ear hole. Yeah, and I had a migraine for two days after that uh, one. It was yeah, so freaky. Hmm. But um, it, it was really really cool. But for the overall just kind of feeling of like actual like creepiness i yeah. would have to go with the silent 49 oh silent 49. that was <laughs> yeah there's a reason here that was the first spook alley i ever went to and oh, it was right? right before my first ghost hunt and so they're, they're you know those kind of line up really well with each other yeah and i remember when we were driving we kind of made you know the turn kind of into the parking lot and i could see the building getting the full body chills and i was like oh yeah. this is really really creepy and yep. we were given a tour and during the the you know the actual haunted attraction spook alley thing i looked through the crack of the doors and half of the building was still an active hospital yep. for elderly people right so there's all these like ghouls and goblins and things like that and then i look through and i see this little old lady with her perm just went her walker going down yeah. an alley by Which was honestly scarier than terrifying yeah, 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 i was yeah. like oh my gosh this is the creepiest thing ever so yeah, yeah. i mean we know the owner and it's, it's a great place yeah, we kim, have a ton kim of fun Anderson. shout out to kim but uh, yeah silent 49 would probably have to be number one but mesmer for hands down for tech and just overall just jump scares that one was the best yeah i'm surprised yeah. that uh there was no fear factory between the three of us i've been oh, i've yeah. been a couple times yeah well fear factory rated number two uh, recently the second scariest haunted house in the country yeah. No disrespect meant to Fear Factory, but I disagree passionately. I do too. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's. A, I think Asylum Forty Nine is scarier, and I think there there were a handful I was saw here in Vegas and Southern California that are scarier. Oh yeah, I, I've done I've done two or three different versions of Fear Factory where they do like the blackout days where there's yep. no lights and you have to go through the tunnels in oh, pitch geez. dark and yeah. it's fun, but it, it's it's not yeah. as scary as Asylum Forty Nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. considering I actually fell asleep in one of the tunnels, <laughs> I remember this. I do too. <laughs> I woke you up. Yes, yes, you did. Jeez. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, he was. He was there. He looked kind of like Mr. Roper outside of a liquor store. I'll be honest with you. Well, it was, they had a comfy recliner down there, and I just kind of kicked <laughs> yeah. it out and just kind of, you know, suddenly drifted off. And then everybody yeah. left at one point, and I was left there by myself. And I woke up and I went, "Oh, hey." The scary part was is we did a head count and Panda was missing. So I had to go back yes. by myself. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Well, Chandler and I had to go with the two of us. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Chris, now it's your turn. Uh, this is I'm really excited to hear this. Chris, your scariest haunted house of all time. I haven't really been to many haunted houses. I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat what? this much. You haven't. Yeah, no. Really? Oh. You've not been to really. How many uh, have you been to? Um, I've only ever been to one and that was in a place called Ormskirk in the northwest of England and it was called Farmageddon. Um, a few years ago, and it, <laughs> Farmageddon, far, yeah. Far, you, Farmageddon. Go, I think it's still going. It, like I think it was like 2016. Farmageddon. Farmageddon. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, Chunga. <laughs> it's called far, Farmageddon, and other than that, it's like the haunted mansion. So I, don't, I haven't really done any real. Oh, kinda, that's cool. Like you know, not not full contact stuff like that. People scare you and jump out at you, kind of thing. But it was oh. never kind of you know not asylum. Yeah, have you done? Have like. you done? Um, did you, you haven't done the Jack the Ripper? Um, it's kind of a haunted house. It's kind of a spook alley, and no, it's a spook alley it, slash fun house. It's in Whitechapel. Yeah, it's it's it, 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 yeah. I think one of those ones is actually open all year round as well. Um, I actually did do a, um like a um, not really spook alley but um it's a place called the shambles in york i'm not sure if anybody's ever heard of it it's basically no. what they based diagon alley on for the harry potter
Carter movies. It's like oh, oh, okay. oh, wow. all overhanging Victorian and Edwardian architecture and the old shop fronts. Mm-hmm. We did a ghost tour down there many years ago on Halloween, and that was kind of fun because you know the the guys doing the tour set us up for a little bit and had guys like kind of jumping out and just surprising us as a group of people, you know. But all right, well, listen, uh, never I really done a full kind of you. spook alley in the U.S. So. I have to, I have to, I have to stop you. No, Greg. Yes. Find Crockett. You and Crockett have to take Chris to a haunted house, and you've got to go do a Ferrari oh, TV. Oh, yes, oh, yes we you've do. Got to, you've got to, you've got to pick, <laughs> pick I already one. have one in mind. Do like Nightmare on 13th to take him out to Asylum 49. You'll get it in great, buddy. Yeah. 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 We, we need to take you at least to Nightmare on the 13th if we can't make it out to Asylum 49, because honestly, yes. okay. Asylum 49, as far as a spook alley, is better but Nightmare yeah. on the 13th, they usually have an animatronic outside of the venue. Yes, that they is do. Great. Yeah. So. Can I just tell you, they had a Grim Reaper in there. I was doing a radio remote, uh-huh. and I was walking mm-hmm. through on air. Oh, cool. And and uh, there was like this 18-foot-high Grim Reaper that beat the shit out of me while I was on the air. <laughs> the side hit me in the nuts. It knocked me down. Then the thing hit me in the back of the head. My hat went flying. <laughs> And my hair, I had really long hair at the time, so my hair's hanging mm. in my face, and I'm like, Velma, can't find her glasses, because my hair's in my face. And the thing uh. hit me square in the ass and sent me flying across the room. It yeah. was horrible. That oh, was a man. nightmare on 13th. That's, that place is pretty rad. Yeah, they, they actually have a lot of really cool like props and tech and stuff in there. It's not yeah. the scariest, but they, they they do a pretty good job there. Yeah, yeah. Chris mm-hmm. is British. He'll be scared. Oh, well, he, no, he will be. No, it'll be great. I mean, or we take him to the Gates of Hell down in Vegas, because that's, oh, hey. that's oh. opening soon. Freakling oh, Brothers. Freakling Brothers. Gates yeah. of hell. Well, I mean, and one of my favorite things about the spook alleys is I actually really enjoy the props because they don't really scare me because I've been through shit. I've been through actual <laughs> like spooky shit. So the spook I alleys, I'm like, yeah. it's people in costumes with really bad uh, breath that get in my face, and I'm like, eh. Hey, I, what's I will up? say I did see Greg sitting in a chair mm-hmm. get picked up and thrown across a room once. Oh, yeah, by a ghost. And then yeah. scratched oh, three times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I, I saw it happen. And then, I did too. I, I've only seen Greg mad twice, and that was one of those oh, times. Oh, <laughs> I was pissed. Yeah, yeah. He was really mad. I was very, very mad because you don't uh, mess with the panda. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, All right, so that's the Chunga Pole. What is the scariest haunted house you've ever been to? Cool, there we go. Like the it. March of Dimes haunted house at the old Paramount Laundry. Is it? Uh, is it the Freakling Brothers here in Las Vegas? I just remember the Ogden Exchange Building. That oh, one was terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Lazarus's haunted maze. Yeah, that one that was, was amazing. Lazarus's haunted maze. Yeah, there's all there's all kinds of different places that uh, that you man. There's been a lot of them in Utah. The haunted yeah. forest. Mm-hmm. Pretty lucky up there. Yeah, uh, there was the insane asylum that I got shut down when they were doing uh, when they were doing the haunted houses. <laughs> nice. Uh, I didn't realize there's so many. Bad. You know, I mean, I, oh, yeah. there's a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do yeah. Halloween right, man. We do Halloween right over here, dude. <laughs> Vegas sucks for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vegas has got some good haunted houses. They, they're just late bloomers. They don't start until right. October 1st. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So moving right along. By the way, good to Chungapole, go to the Radio Ronin Fan Facebook group. Go to our regular Radio Ronin Facebook page or all of our individual social media channels. And Instagram. Chris. And Instagram. Oh, oh, and hey, Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you, you can also go post them on Chris's channel as well. Yeah. So, Woo-hoo. all right. Let's uh, let's move right along. Now, Chris, this is, I'm, I'm, this is another thing why I'm glad you're here because there's okay. a big controversy. I want to say a big shout out to Glenn Berry. He yeah. brought mm-hmm. this up in the Radio Ronin fam earlier today. I actually did some work on this before we started the show. So he has a close personal friend. This is we're talking about Disneyland and, and Oogie Boogie Bash. Oh. So he had uh-huh. a close personal friend. She got banned. 
Here's the short story yeah, is. Yeah, like bad. You know. Yeah. She had her magic key revoked and she lost her tickets. Her and her family lost her tickets to the Oogie Boogie Bash. And mm-hmm. here's how she did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he posted the whole story on the radio around her family. A lot of people were mad. So I did a little bit of legwork. And so, Glenn, I'm going to see if I can't help you out here a little bit. Cool. Um, here's here's the deal. She, here's the mistake that she made. She had an Oogie Boogie Bash ticket. Mm-hmm. And she chose to put it up on Facebook. Or no, on KSL to try and sell. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, she had a ticket and was like, oh, I'll just put it up on face, or on KSL and I'll mm-hmm. sell it. Now, here's, here's the problem. Um, you can't resell these tickets. No. Mm-hmm. It's, it's highly, highly, highly illegal in terms of Disneyland rules to resell a ticket to a special event. Uh, when, when you're in the process to buy one of these special tickets, you have to wait in waiting rooms for hours on end and mm-hmm. things like that. And mm-hmm. as you're buying it and you're you know really hyped up trying to buy it, there's text everywhere, very bold print. It's like, you will, you not, will not resell, resell your ticket. You don't oh. get a refund. There is This is a final sale. And it's not like fine print. It's right in your face that you can't here's, do this. Yeah, here's why. So they've had a huge problem with people, uh, specifically Magic Key annual pass holders. Uh-huh. Chris is a, a Magic Key holder. Yep. Chandler and I are Magic Key. Um, When you have this magic key, you get discounts on pretty much everything. And you also get to buy like Oogie Boogie tickets before everybody else does. Yes. Okay. So that's one of the reasons you buy these things is because you get these perks, right? One of the perks is that you have a better chance of getting Oogie Boogie tickets or any special event they're doing because you get early access to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's what has been happening. Magic key holders have been trying to resell their Oogie Boogie or other special event passes online when they do this some of the people that are buying these tickets are then counterfeiting them and then putting them out everywhere for people to buy and they're not oh, legit okay. so one ticket turns into one like t- 17 and they make money off 20, of it. they sell yeah. them at 200 bucks a pop at an elevated thing next thing you know you've got a bunch of pissed off people at the gates because the ticket doesn't work it's yeah. fake yeah. so they're very heavy-handed about people trying to resell tickets um, I was kind of like, when I heard the story, I was like, well, that doesn't quite seem right. So mm-hmm. I went and made some calls. And here's what I found out. It is right. They are revoking magic key passes. They do say it in the fine print when you buy uh, a ticket to Oogie Boogie and when you buy a magic key pass. Okay. That they will revoke your ticket if you try to resell merch. If you use your discount for a Magic Key Pass and you go buy a Loungefly backpack and then you resell that on eBay, uh-huh. if you get caught, they'll revoke your annual pass. Oh, wow. So it's like, you, no, it's yeah. not like a waiting period. Like, you're done. You're you're kicked off the pass and, and everything. Yeah. Wow. Okay. wow. So okay. this is, there's a variety of things that will get your Magic Key revoked. And, and we have... So the second largest market for Disneyland outside of Southern California itself is the Wasatch Front. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah. Ogden Provo. Yeah. And so they're watching the Wasatch Front very carefully, specifically KSL. Uh, they there watch you go. it very, very carefully because they know that there's such a high resale market on KSL.com. Yeah. Where yeah. people go to sell that. So you have to know if you're in Utah and you're trying and this is this is like I mean, I get it. Shannon is notorious for this. Oh, she yeah, really yeah. is. My wife is notorious for this kind of thing. Well, I don't know if I want to go, but just in case I want to go, uh, I'll go buy the tickets and then I'll sit on them. And then if I don't want to do it, I'll just sell them. Yeah. Or give it or to someone. I'll give them or, to someone yeah. else or I'll do whatever. Or 
door. I just want this 12-foot Inferno pumpkin. I don't know if I'm going to put it out. Uh-huh. If I don't, I'll just take it back like six months later. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is what she does. She's notorious for this. A lot of people do this. It's just kind of our way. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. A lot of people do this. So what this woman did is she bought an Oogie Boogie a bunch of passes for her family, and she had an extra one that she didn't need, and so she took to KSL and said, hey, I want to sell this Oogie Boogie pass. Disneyland caught it. Then they took the phone number, cross-referenced the phone number on KSL with a magic Mm -hmm. key. They found her that she was a magic key holder, and they revoked her pass, and they canceled the Yogi Boogie tickets. Oh, wow. Was it it Um, her ticket, or was it the ticket like for her whole group? The whole group. The whole group. Could you imagine that? group. Yeah. So a lot of our a lot of our Ronin are mad. They're in the they're in the thing, mm-hmm. and and this is the thing. This is probably going to be an unpopular opinion. I totally get that. Uh, I understand why Disneyland does this. Yeah, it, it because makes sense. They have the, because they have to deal with this stuff on such a macro scale, and they have such a hard time with pirating and with scalping and everything else. They have to be this heavy handed. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that said, I think the process that they go through, where she was just notified, oh by the way, your pass is revoked, and she really had no recourse to go talk to anybody about it. They really need to refine this process. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be much more fluid. It's got because uh, the the work that I've done and the people that I've talked to, they said that they are revoking magic keys. Uh, they have revoked hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these magic keys. Huh. Uh, they'll do it for one infraction. So word to the wise, do not resell. And this is why we were talking about Bren being the guardian angel of all of us. Because last year, uh, Bren bought Oogie Boogie tickets for all of us. Uh-huh. And I was in the middle of producing a big, uh, a big event. Uh-huh. I was the, the lead producer on this event. And it was my event. I was the executive in charge. And I said to Bren, I was like, oh, okay, the timing may not be great on this one. Can we resell these? And Bren's like, absolutely not. You just have to eat the cost. If you can't be here, that's just the way it's going to go. Because you can't you can't trade these things. You can't give them away. You can't do all this other stuff. And we're, we're like, okay, well, then I, I'm going to go. Yeah, well, you right? just, you just know, know that going. Go yeah, yeah. Right. Even like in my case, like I, I bought a ticket for a girl I was dating. And I'm mm-hmm. no longer dating that girl. And, you know, it's like we can't resell it. And I have I an need, extra ticket. I have an extra ticket. And there, I can't do a damn thing with it because it has her name on it and they check uh-huh. all that oh, stuff wow. and it's just like uh, you have to when you go yeah. into this you have to know all right you're gonna eat the cost if it doesn't work out so that sucks that's the yeah. bottom line do not buy tickets that you possibly can't use yeah. yes because if you do you're gonna eat the cost on them well yeah. and it's simple and because i'm very unfamiliar with the way all of this works um right so now even if you bought a ticket and you're like well i can't use this can i just give it to like a friend you can't even do that I think that I actually think that you can. Oh, okay. I think okay. if, like, say for example, Chandler has this extra ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, say, Greg, we wanted to take you. Yeah. And we have this extra ticket. Well, I think what would happen is we would basically just hand you the ticket as we're walking in uh-huh. with our party. They would scan you in and you could come in on that ticket. Yeah. Okay. Because I understand it. But the second you try to go and sell it, that's yeah. where you're going to have a problem. Mm-hmm. That's well, where it's going to be really bad. Now, would I have to pretend that I was Chandler's girlfriend if I was. Yes. Probably. Okay. I buy you a wig. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'd toss yes. my Eddie Munson I, wig on I, you. I, I, could dress, uh, I, I could throw on a wig and I could pretend. Yeah, see? Because we have yeah. talked about forcing you to go, Greg. We have yeah, yeah. talked about this. It has crossed our mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, well, and then my second question regarding that, too, is like if you decided, okay, I can't use this ticket, I am going to post up on KSL, but I'm going to say, hey, look, free ticket to Oogie Boogie Bash. They'll still cancel you. Yes. Uh, now, if you wanted to give me or, you know, something like, hey, if, if you wanted to, to you know, 
just kind of gift me some, a little bit of money for the ticket, like, would that work at all? I don't I think mean, so, or Panda. Would they, no. Or they would just be like, oh, you're selling it. So so here's the thing. Here's the, here's what they have, Greg. Uh-huh. Disneyland has their own channels. They have their own method, their own processes for you to release tickets to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to go through their channels. Yeah. You have to go through their exchange program. If you go through their exchange program, they can vet everything. Okay. And, uh, and they can then do that. They don't do refunds. Yeah. So they're not going to refund your ticket. But what they will do is they'll say, okay, well, someone else needs this ticket. Mm -hmm. Your ticket is in the hopper. We're now going to reassign it to someone else. Yeah. You don't get any money back, but it's. No, that's it's just an exchange thing. But if you throw it up on KSL with a barcode, you know, 80 other people can go, you know, copy and paste or screenshot that barcode. They all walk in the gate. Yeah. No. Then right. you're you're yeah you're out. Uh, so word to the wise, mm-hmm. I, I think it's important that we bring this up because so many of you, like we just said, Becky and Eric from Pop Culture Pumpkins are there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there have been a couple of uh, Oogie Boogie's happened a couple of times so far this year, yeah. but there's many many more dates to come. So just beware. Here's how people are moving their tickets, just so that you know. Um, I don't. I'm afraid to even say it because I don't want them to hear this. Yeah, no kidding. Me. Uh, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. There are different Facebook groups. Correct. Not yeah. Radio Own and Fam, mm-hmm. but there are different like Disneyland Facebook groups where people will hop in and say, "Hey, I need two tickets to Oogie Boogie Bash. Can you help okay. me?" Okay. So yeah. what you do is you watch for someone to say, "I need the tickets." Then you contact them and then you do it privately. Transaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do it. You do you transfer don't go, basically. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You transfer you a ticket go, basically. The worst thing you could do is go into those groups and say, hey, I have two Oogie Boogie Bash tickets to sell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Goodbye. You, yeah. You, so you watch for people to say, I need tickets, and then you Correct. go offer yours up. Yeah. That's the way it works. And even okay. then, you're still like, because if you get caught, it's, it's going to be bad. And there's day. a very realistic chance that you could buy those tickets, they'll check the IDs, and then you can't get in anyway. Yep. So you've got to know that. Just, just know up front. Yeah. So my advice to you is don't buy these special event tickets at Come Disney. On. Unless you are 100% committed to go. Or willing just to eat the cost if it or doesn't work the out. Cost. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Plain and simple. Man, that's nuts. It's yeah. a rough so break, this, though. This woman, uh, some, of you, some of you are asking, so what's going to happen to this lady? Well, her magic key is revoked. Um, she's not banned from the park. A lot of times you get banned from the park. Okay. Oh, gosh. Um, so huh. she's still allowed to go, but she now she has to buy a day pass because she uh, lost her, her magic oh. key. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right after they renewed. These yeah, are just, right after they renewed. So they don't yeah. screw around Oof. with this. It is legit. I She's not going to get her pass back. Oh, it's man, a one-time thing because they have had such a problem with it. So the other things that will get your pass revoked so that you know. Uh, if you're caught reselling stuff on eBay mm-hmm. uh, that you bought with your Magic Key discount. So if they can match up that phone number and or if they can match up your email address and they figure out, oh, so-and-so is selling like 58 different Loungefly backpacks at a huge profit margin with their Magic Key discount, you're banned from the park. You are banned. Um, they, 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 I think they even try to charge you. I mean, well, they sell stuff illegally. Yeah. Right. Well, and so and you yeah, go to the parks. Very heavy-handed with this stuff. There's yeah. signs everywhere that are like two, two limit, or like limit per two, and things yeah. like yep. that. Yep. And we see these people, and they're just—I'm sorry, but they're just assholes. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, they're and they're walking out with bags of stuff, bags of these things, and you know, Scalpers. like these douches are just oh, making so much is, money on this. You know, the yeah. genuine yeah. people are maybe buying stuff that they didn't want it. They bought it and then uh, at a whim, and then they want to sell it on kind of thing. Are the ones getting caught? You know, the scalpers have got burner phones. They're very educated. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know that. Guys, no, you're so absolutely right. The penalizing uh, the people who just may have, you know, made a, just a very poor judgment and then yeah. losing magic keys and ruining well, the kids' Halloween party. Whatever it may be, it just kind of it kind of feels a bit mm-hmm. heavy-handed. Like give them a warning. 
Give them a warning. Yeah. Put on the record. Do something. You know, but just that's my problem with it. Yeah, yeah. And, that's my problem. They should get a warning. Exactly. At least one. Yeah, a warning would be great. You know, at least a warning so that they know and they don't lose the privileges that they have. And those yep. damn scalpers just ruin it for everybody. Like they're vermin. Mm, yeah, they're vermin. They yeah, really are. I sure. even remember back when I was working for the radio station and being in charge of a free concert that our radio station was putting on and seeing scalpers yeah. outside the venue trying to sell our free tickets for 25 <laughs> bucks each and i'm going Jeez. oh yeah i saw him i saw mm-hmm. him above that it was it was a free concert but you had to have a ticket yeah. yeah so people would show up without tickets and they were paying the scalpers it was anywhere from 25 to 100 bucks yep. for, for, for these show. tickets to the free show yeah and i remember yeah, i took story. a stack of our free tickets out and i stood next to the scalpers and i'm like look if you need a ticket talk to me don't talk to these assholes i didn't know you did that oh yeah that's awesome well no those scalpers like i've known them from working various concerts and they were yeah. so mad at me for doing that because I, i'm like yes. to the mad. thing and i'm like it's a free concert uh, dude where was i where was i at this point that's well, awesome you I'm, were I'm already in the venue with counting crows because it was a counting crows show that we were putting on oh, for free right. and honestly who's really yeah. wanting to buy tickets to counting crows anyway well nowadays no <laughs> nobody yeah. i remember that show because counting crows was late and i had to keep going on stage to a sold out crowd saying they're on <laughs> yeah. the way Aww. Do you remember that? And I was basically doing stand up. Oh yeah. Trying to trying to stall the crowd who was becoming more and more unruly by the second. <laughs> yeah, that was terrifying. Oh, man. Um, okay, so uh so the, so that's the issue number one. Issue number two, magic bands are coming to Disneyland. It's happening soon. Chris, are magic bands good or are they bad? Uh, varies, you know, because at the Disney World Resort, they work really, really well. You know, you pay for your food with them, you get on your rides. Back in the day, you had the uh, your, your passes, like your fast pass. Shows how long right. since I've been to Disney World. Um, and it all kind of is on one band. So it's having to carry your phone around with you all day, every day. It's all kind of that on That sounds there. lovely. Hmm. It, that sounds you know, great. And it's it's just, um, you know, I don't have real an issue with them, to be honest with you. I'm just trying to think um, of any kind of downside to them. You know, you can get the well, custom, like the custom the only, yeah. It sounds to me like the only downside would be is if they don't have the infrastructure completely put yeah. together mm-hmm. then it then it only works in certain places and then it's going to be kind of crazy right and that kind of yeah. sounds like that's what's going to happen it's kind of like when you get in so early it, on yeah it's like having your phone for your, your your you know your magic key you just have your band and walk in they scan your band it brings your photograph up like an rfid chip and then you kind of walk through and um you See, know that's cool no, you know what i mean so it, it it worked really really well you know um i don't think we ever any ever made it ever had any major problems when we went to Disney where we've been several times and we've always used mm-hmm. them and we use them for when we were staying on property as well it gave you access to your room it was just like oh, an all in one oh, like a room key an all in one thing so you could use it for everything basically once upon a time Ty bought an icy from from one of the concession stands and he yeah, scanned Ty the, is your son by the yeah, way he's, yeah the son and he uh, he scanned it in and I think they charge us like for 267 ICs when we got the final bill uh, when they sent us the bill from whatever Holy else shit. so what? um, <laughs> Brent spent a bit of time on the phone saying like are you sure you didn't eat like 260 odd ICs and we're like I'm pretty sure <laughs> he's like an 8 year old boy and frankly he would probably have died from sugar but however you know if you would take it off the bill and it took some convincing but they did it but I think sometimes it's uh, the discretion of the Disney employees like the cast members and if they screw up and yeah. you get the bill at the end of it because it is linked to your credit card kind of thing you do get a kind of a, an yeah. account and it was be careful yeah, pretty crazy yeah, okay, here. Chris, say, Chris say after me sweet invigorating sugar sweet invigorating Invigorating sugar. 
<laughs> yes! Yes! Yeah! yes! That's all. One thing I'm, I'm super excited Diabetes. about with uh, the Magic Band <laughs> is in Disney World, in Star Wars Land, they're doing a new thing where you can go on bounty hunt missions. Mm-hmm. With the Magic Band? With the Magic Band. And so yeah, you'll I've go up to this too, little yeah. like, kiosk, you'll scan your wrist, and it'll say, hey, here's your target. And like in the Mandalorian series, if you watched it, mm-hmm. he gets a little key fob that flashes, and the closer he gets to his target, bounty it flashes nice. more. Yeah. Yes, so yeah. that happens with your magic band. So you'll have a target and you'll wander around the park and as, as you get closer, the light will flash more yeah. on your wrist. Yeah. Like you're doing like an actual bounty. That's, that's yeah. pretty cool. Wow. To me. Any, anything I yeah. can do to stay off my phone, yeah. I'm happy. I'm, it's going to be cool. Okay, yeah. Yeah. nice. All right. Well, uh, I guess something to be learned then about yeah. the magic bands. Huh. Um, yeah, we'll see. I was, I was honestly expecting Chris to go, it's the greatest thing ever, mate. <laughs> and you're okay. Okay. It's okay. It's like super it's convenient. Right. You know what I mean? It's It just helps, you know, having to carry your phone around with you if your battery goes dead it's an rfid chip so you know sometimes like my my phone stinks and the battery dies after about two or three hours um you know uh-huh. so the, the magic you know, the, the band itself kind of helps out with stuff like that you know and um I if gotcha. you've got a fast pass you should be able to load them on there so it, it recognizes automatically and then you know hmm, ping nice. and you go through so yeah well, it was always right. like you know for, for larger yeah. parks as well it really worked out you know i'm not sure about disneyland the requirement for it but well, well We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I'll, I'll we'll have to, we'll have to see if they, yeah. they have it put together. Cool. Yeah, totally. Um, all right. We still have Greg's Halloween movie shout yes. out to yes. come in just a couple minutes. But first, want to say thank you to our mighty goblins, our amazing, tough, our royal Radio Rona goblins, each of them 50 bucks a month on up. Thank you to each and every one of you for supporting the show the way that you do. Yeah. Uh, Goblin Ghost Hunt is coming up soon. Yes. Also, we have a t-shirt meetup coming yes, up we soon. Do. So, yeah. uh, that is for all Patreon members. The t-shirt meetup is coming up soon. Check your Patreon page. There you more. go. All right. Okay. Uh, Angel, 50 bucks a month. Everybody, 50 bucks a month, tell I say. Otherwise, thank you, Angel. Angel. $50 a month. Ben Booth, the Badger Man, and Brian Booth. I'm a naughty big man. Both of those guys at the naughty, <laughs> naughty ghost hunt. <laughs> I love 50 that, 50 bucks a month, yep. Yeah. Uh, Daybreak Aesthetics, thank you very much. Don't feel me guilty. My work gives me free meals. Don't feel me guilty. Don't... Don't, 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 don't feel, feel guilty. Don't, I added a me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was, I was going to say, yeah. are you I don't sure have my glasses you're reading on. that right? It just said, oh, it just says, don't, yeah, it says, don't feel guilty. Sorry, it's Amy B. Sorry, Amy. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Don't, don't feel guilty. My work gives me free meals every month. I, I saw the me in Amy. Oh, And then I was like, okay, don't, okay. don't feel me. That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm tired. Blame I'm it tired. on whatever you want, dude. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate that. Gina and Janae Green, ladies. Hey, thank you, Gina and Janae Green. Her Royal Highness, Miss Jessica Terry. Uh, thank you, Jessica. Jody College, one of our newer goblins. Thank hey, you, Jody. Nice. Uh, short and sweet. That's uh, Jill and Nicolette, who thanked me for the massive belch that I let while uh, saying their names the last time. <laughs> it was so good. Anya! <laughs> I love that one. Anya! They, they, they welcomed me to the family. They said that's just like being at dinner. <laughs> yes. So, thank you very much to Short and Sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Skyla! Woo, Skyla! Hey, thank you, Skyler. Thanks to uh, to you and your awesome family. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Casper, 50 bucks a month. Thank you, Taylor. Vivian Mortensen, Aunt Viv. Yeah. Thank you, Aunt Viv. We will see you at the ghost time. Yes. Newest goblin. Yeah, mm-hmm. Our newest goblin, by the way, Vivian. Uh, Cindy, Queen of Bash at 5001. Cindy, you better be there at the ghost time. Oh, yeah. You better. Yeah. You, bet, you, you better. You better mm-hmm. be there with Rory. I need somebody to hold my uh, hand. 5001, well Super Brent. Goblin. Yeah. What's that? I need somebody to hold my hand as well as Bren, so... Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, Ben Pearson and Pearson Remodeling. We finished basements at 51. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, 51. I said 50.01. No, $51 a month. There Thank you, you go. Ben Pearson. <laughs> Yikes. Marta Lords at 51.11. Marta Lords. 
Hello, 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 I'm, I'm King Charles III. Hello, Martha. I don't know whether to call you ma'am or mum. Uh, ma'am. Is it ma'am as in ham? It's or is it mum as in mummy? Now it's King just Charles. awkward. Yeah. I'm awkward. I shriek in my sleep. <laughs> you know he does. You uh, know he does. <laughs> I'm afraid of Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort. Is, How are I'm the fingers? Yeah. How are the fingers? Uh, and my fingers are fat. <laughs> I call them my ten bangers. <laughs> so my ten bangers. My my ten bangers. My royal ten bangers. <laughs> oh, King Charles the Third. Martha. <laughs> Mum. Mum. I'm sorry, Marta. I don't know if that went. That probably didn't go well. My, oh my god, I'm crying. I oh. think that went very well. But. Yeah. My ten bangers is like the ultimate Fallout Boy song name. My ten bangers. <laughs> Holy crap, that's good. <laughs> that, 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 his fingers, that's not real. Ooh. He doesn't have swollen phalanges like that. That can't be real. Oh, they're Photoshop. I saw the meme. Come on. No, they're yeah, pretty, they're pretty the ten bangers. Yeah. You got ten they're bangers. They're a little chody, yeah. Yeah. Chody. All right. So uh so there you go. There's Marta Lords. Thank you, Marta. Marta! Uh, the, Amer the America badass himself from the Unified Fire Department, Captain Lane Hilton. Yeah, yeah. he is uh, doing an amazing job there with uh, with the young firefighters of the world of the Unified Fire Department. Thank you, sir. Uh, Matthew at twenty two, to, or excuse me, Matthew at fifty two twenty five a month. Hey, thank nice. you, Matthew. Uh, Lord and Lady Snoffingham. Uh, I think I heard Lord Snoffingham's phone go off during the funeral. At <laughs> <laughs> the Queen's funeral, say yes. And it was like the I, loudest ringtone ever. It was the Lord, it was uh, the uh, Archbishop of Canterbury, and he was like, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And then it was that bongo sound from the iPhone, and I went, Lord <laughs> Snarfingham. There he is. There he is. <laughs> Seriously, did you hear that phone go off, Chris, when, when they, they were doing, did, they were doing yeah. all that stuff? So, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was uh, then, they were, you know, like 18 rooms back next to Meghan Markle. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lord Snarfingham had better seats than Meghan Markle. Oh, man, he was like third row. Like third row. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, St. Shannon West. St. Shannon West at 55, 55 per month. Uh, so we noticed with Ian and Angela, an amazing podcast here on the Radio Ronin mm -hmm. Network. Ian oh, and Angela, so good. Yeah. they're a little spicy. They're a little spicy. Mm -hmm. I'd say a and, lot, and I love a them lot for of it. spicy. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> or, spicy. Or a lot of spicy, yep. exactly. At uh, And they are at 5775. Everybody go listen to the So We Notice podcast. Yeah, do it's it. Really, really, do really, it. really good. Ken Kruger, the godly Ooh. and golden Ooh. voice of Ooh. Radio Ronan. Yeah. Uh, 5777 per month. Thank you, Ken Kruger, for uh, for your support of this show and for all the people you help. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. Doing your job. Had to Thank kill it. Voice to thrill. Ken Kruger. Ooh. Hey. King Richard Drew. King Richard Drew. He was there. King Richard Drew. Oh, you know he was, yeah. Of Utah County. He uh -huh. was invited. I, I think he was just over at the cupcake aisle, though. I think he, he got a little distracted. <laughs> King Richard. <laughs> King Richard of Utah County. Actually, he just sent me a text. It's funny, like, speak of the devil, right? Oh, really? Did he show up here. What's he saying? Uh, King Richard just sent me a text as I was talking about him that uh -huh. says, Hey, do you guys know Jeff Baird? Uh, his house is awesome. Jeff Baird of jollyholidayshows.com. Jeff Baird no of Baird Manor. Uh, just so that you know, you have royalty outside your house now, Jeff. Yeah, see? Hey. Just so you know that King Richard's <laughs> right outside. I would assume he's doing fine. Because he's a bear manner. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Phil, quench it is a monthly is monthly special drinks. They're also delicious and awesome. Don't miss them. 
Hey, I, I, I hey, like that you, one. I yeah, it's a little, uh, Thanks, little man. spiff for Phil there. Thank you, man. Uh, $60 a month. Also, King Richard, 60 bucks a month. Dr. Steve McKiff of McKiff Dental. Longest hour of my life. What? I'm running away with your wife. Oh, oh yeah. That's crap. an Ocean's uh, quote. Um, it, uh, I was waiting for you to grab yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, which one is it? Is it 11? Yeah, it's yeah, 11. It's when, uh, it's when Rusty's, Rusty's sitting at the bar. Yeah, oh, that's right. He's at the bar, yep. Yes, yeah. that's right. And oh, he's man. teaching the kids how to gamble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Let's see here. Master Jedi and, uh, let's see, Master Jedi Brent and Chris <laughs> the Brit too. You changed it back? You changed it back. What you did? Yeah, did you get the quote? Nobody bothered with the quote. Oh uh, no, we got the quote. Yeah, we, we, we finally got gotten we it. Figured, yeah, we, um, okay. I think you were gone actually when we got it. So yeah. Chris changed, or I guess Bren changed it back. Mm. Uh, Poltergeist is sixty two twenty two a month, by the way, because the Poltergeist, the legendary guy Stones. He's at sixty five dollars a month. Thank you very much, guy, to you and your family. Yeah, thanks, man. The very handsome Greg West at seventy fifty per month. Greg, I hope you're coming to the ghost hunt just so I can look at you. Yeah, Greg West, thank you, man. Need to stare from afar. I saw what I saw when I saw it from Abbott. Costello meet Frankenstein. See? Ah, Panda. Chandler, that's how you do it. Shut up, Panda. No, shut it's up, Panda. I saw Stooges what I saw movie. what I saw. It. I don't know. Abbott. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's 26. Okay, leave me alone. Uh, 80 bucks a month. Panda, what are you doing? Stop it. Uh, Andre's mom and AccentTourist.co, the official sponsor of the five days a week of Ronin campaign. Yeah. Thank you, Andre's Woo-hoo! mom and AccentTourist.co. $100 a month. Denise Godzilla Huntsaker, thank you so much. You're at 105.75 per month. Wow, oh, man. And here is her Crazy. quote. Godzilla says, "I ain't got time to bleed." Nope. Oh, Jesse Ventura. Come on, you guys should all know this. Roadhouse. No, it's Jesse Ventura. It's Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura and Predator. Okay, Chris too, ladies. I forgot that Roadhouse is pain don't hurt. Nerd. It's, yep, there you yeah. Go. So yeah, oh, I ain't got time to bleed. Yep. Yeah. My bad. Yep. You look over at Jesse the Body Ventura Tura. and they say, You're bleeding. He goes, I ain't got time Tura. to bleed. Yeah. yeah. I remember seeing that with my that friends. That was actually the name of his old topography as well, believe it or not. Oh, was it really? What? Yeah, really. I ain't got yeah. time to bleed. Hmm. That was such a good line. I mm. remember going to see Predator at the drive in with my friends. We were all sitting in the back of a truck watching this. And uh it was the opening day of Predator. Oh man. And it came out and Jesse goes, I ain't got time to bleed. And everybody in the bed of that truck went, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they were about to attack a thousand orcs. Nice. That's how they said. They were so oh, excited. Man. Uh, okay, so let's see here. Thank you, Godzilla. Excellent quote. I, it, I've never felt so good before. This empty place inside me is filling up. I simply cannot get enough. Ooh. <sighs> Adam. That sounds like a lyric. I've never felt yeah. so good before. This empty like place inside of me is filling up. I simply cannot get enough. That's 11077. That's our dear friend Adam Hunsaker, who's awesome. We can Google it on the next show. So yeah. we, we can't, we can't do it yet. on this one. All right. Just a girl, Jean, gives us the angel numbers at 11111111. Yeah. Nice. So, thank you. Thank you very Thanks. much, Jean Marie Hutchinson. Thank you very much. Uh, Semper Fi, Marine. That's uh, Darren Phillips. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Semper Fi to Radio Ronan is his quote. He also said, Don't call me, sir. He sent us a oh, message. Oh, he did. He yes. sent a message. He doesn't want to be he called. Goes, Do sir. not call me, sir. You're like, well, all right. Just call Shit. him, dude. Yep. <laughs> I think I just did it. I, I'm, yeah, just again. I'm sorry, Darren. I will not do it. Yeah, dude. What's up, dude? Dude. dude. Sarge. Darren. Dude. I don't even think he wants to be called. Dude. 
<laughs> I love you, Darren. Thanks, man. Uh, let's see here. Stephen Spank Murray, $150 a month. Thank you, Stephen yeah. Spank Murray. Uh, Red Rock Heating and Cooling. Uh, call and just say, Spank, I need help with my furnace. It, he'll be he'll there. Be, he'll be on his way. He's a yeah. good dude uh, and a great family. And I love that guy very, very much. I highly endorse him. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, Spank, Stephen Murray. Uh, keep it rolling, you glorious bastards. Woo-hoo-hoo. That's anonymous. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be interesting if anonymous comes to the ghost hunt. Yeah, I right. hope so. Will, it come with like a will ju- Anonymous will it come, come like a, to the ghost hunt? Look at like a balaclava and a giant question mark on the head so we never have to find out who it is. <laughs> yeah. Like a Riddler costume. Yeah, or something like, like a Groucho yeah. Marx nose. Yeah. Like a Groucho <laughs> Marx nose yeah. and mustache. Yeah. Ooh, a Michael Myers mask would be better. Ooh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if Anonymous will be there. I will definitely not say a word if Anonymous is there. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> I will just stand there and go, hello, everybody. <laughs> $350 a month. And then the evil twin, the queen of quench, $351 a month. It's uh, Angela. Well, hey. Thank you very much, And I'll Angel. tell you just how cool the queen of quench is, is her Green yes. Bay Packers decided to win that game for her on her birthday. I, yeah, I saw right. that. It is specifically right. no, for her. Cool. By the way, do you remember that one time when I said the Raiders were going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) No way in hell. You you never said which year, in all honesty. (laughs) Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. That's absolutely right. Oh, man, what a a nightmare that team is. What would I do without Chris? (laughs) You saved my ass. Yeah. Uh, I will be surprised if the coach makes it two more games. Oh, yeah, he's gone. He's <laughs> so gone. The people are so pissed at that coach here right now. Mm-hmm. For those NFL fans, you got to know that the Las Vegans are so mad at this guy. I think he moved back to New England already. <laughs> really? I think he's already gone. I mean, and yeah. that's kind of the nice thing about the NFL is the owners of the team are not afraid to get rid of bad coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not afraid to hire them either, we've learned. <laughs> That's the problem. Well, yeah, yeah, poor, yeah. poor Nevada in general, man. Dude, oh, I know. I, you know we're struggling guy, with coaches. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was afraid the Raiders were going to come into town and death and fire and mayhem would follow, and it did. Yep, it did. <laughs> yeah. um, and then they fired the coach, and then they fired the second coach that everybody liked, and now they've got this other guy that nobody likes and everybody's mad at. Uh, he's like the, the every douchey di- like gym teacher you would ever see in school. He, he you know what like, I mean? He looks yeah. like every douchey middle manager that works at New Skin, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they just need to call Jim Harbaugh up from the college. Yeah, they do. Yeah, right? yeah. They should have from the beginning. Dude, he, he's a great coach, and that's who they should, uh, they should have. Mm. That's who we were all hoping for, right? yeah. just so you know. Yeah. We were all hoping for this him. This guy sucks. Uh, all right. Well, listen, moving on. Uh, Panda, it is time for your... Uh, your I can't get past it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I threw you off on this show, so that's uh, my, my yeah, bad. Yeah, you have... I blame I blame Panda. No, it's mm. actually completely. I'm just old. So, uh, so Panda, it's time for your Halloween movie shout out. What do you have for us? All right. So the movie that I have for this uh, this episode shout out comes from 1982. It's the first horror movie that I can actually remember watching. I was a young seven, maybe eight year old at the time. Oh, is that right? Ooh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So it's the first horror movie that introduced me into the horror genre. Okay. It is called Creep Show. Oh, Creep Show. Yeah. Nice. HB, the HBO horror series turned into a film. Yeah. Well, Good it pick, actually Creep wasn't show, yeah. even an HBO series. I think you're thinking about Tells from the Crypt. 
Oh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, yeah. so Creep yeah. Show was something different. That's yeah. I did. That's you're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tales from the Crypt is actually an anthology uh, series, which kind of. It, the the movie has five uh, stories from a comic book that was written, mm-hmm. which also tells from the crypt is kind of the same thing where it was. Yeah, off I was of gonna a say. Oh, okay, I was okay. like, I was seriously like, yeah. okay, hold on, I got a crack mm-hmm. of soda because I'm confused. <laughs> oh, no so worries. creep show, creep show was short stories too. Yeah, right? yeah, it was. Pretty much the exact same thing, but Creepshow kind of predated Tells from the Crypt uh, by, I think, about four, maybe five years. Which okay. one has the the creepy skeleton with the long hair? That's Tales from the Crypt. That's Tales from, from the Crypt. Yeah. That's, okay. that's the one I was thinking of. Crypt Keeper. Keeper. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Thanks. That's a good uh, one. Creep Show was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So Creep Show yeah. is also an anthology series, much like Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. Um, and the movie was actually directed by George A. Romero. Oh, who no. you might know yeah. from a little known feature film known as night of the living dead oh yeah, yeah. yeah. the creator of the modern zombie exactly yeah, george a romero yeah. yeah yeah yep i didn't know he did he direct is that the one where the lady's laying on that that uh that wooden raft out on the lake and she's in a bikini and she rolls over and the the lake that, monster is sucked through the lake uh, and, that is tells yeah. from the crypt crypt which has its own you know yeah. it, it's got its own things about it that i enjoy like the yeah. the, the wooden uh, native american out in front mm-hmm. of the guy's store and then oh, yeah, you've also cool. got the can i have a ride lady uh segment oh, from yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah so that okay one, so creep show yeah maybe i didn't see creep show oh okay maybe i did not go see this yeah the original is great now it's very dated by this mm. you know this point the effects and everything i mean look 1982 it's gonna be dated eh, you can yeah. look past that that's okay mm-hmm. yeah so now what's great about this film too like the various segments you've got a bunch of great actors in this you've got leslie nielsen playing a villain in this movie yeah so leslie nielsen of the naked gun so people Mm -hmm. don't do they don't remember leslie nielsen at all other than the naked gun films leslie nielsen was a dramatic actor yeah airplane don't forget airplane yeah but see okay yeah so naked gun and and airplane right but he Mm -hmm. was actually a dramatic actor that's what made it so funny that he all of a sudden was doing comedy and was great at it because he was known for being a dramatic guy Yep. So in Creep Show, he's a dramatic guy. In Creep Show, that's yeah. awesome. Okay, wow. cool. That's 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 uh, fantastic. You've also got the very lovely Adrian Barbeau in this. Oh yeah, from the Fog. You're bringing her back. And the remake of oh, Swamp yeah. Thing. I see a trend yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've also got Ed Harris, a young Ed Harris, where. Oh, wow. It kind of looked like he had less hair in this movie than he does in future movies, which <laughs> is kind of funny. <laughs> Ed Harris. He was, he was more bald when he was young. When he was in the abyss and when he was in the rock, he grew hair back. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. You've also got Ted Danson in this movie. Sam Malone? Yeah. yeah. And wow, wow. before Cheers. So it's interesting to watch him in this role. And... You've got Stephen King playing one of the characters from the uh, the vignettes in this. No didn't way. He run, didn't he he run? I don't yeah. think I've seen this, so yeah, I, I haven't we, seen it. We, 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 we should watch this. Yeah. 
Yeah, that sounds it, awesome. It's super fun, super cheesy by today's uh, horror standards. Yeah, yeah. But I remember watching this as a young kid and just laughing my ass off throughout <laughs> the movie because it's so over the top. All right, that wow. it's it, you know it, it's enjoyable. I remember my first horror movie too, Willard. Yeah, <laughs> Willard. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Remember how yeah, my parents yeah. would try to trick my grandma and grandpa into going to horrible movies? Uh-huh. We went to Monty uh-huh. Python and Holy Grail once on Thanksgiving. Willard was one of them. Nice. Uh, how'd that go? We, we left. Yeah, I had, we all yeah, left. I had a feeling. Well, the movie I mean, about the killer rats. rats yeah. I mean, yeah. killer rats. Yeah, yeah. Willard. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, and we, uh, we I, I think I saw most of it, but everybody was like, yeah, we're done with this. Oh. <laughs> like, not even the ones that did it as a joke thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, man. Fool <laughs> <So. laughs> Yeah. So is, is Creepshow yeah. streaming anywhere? Uh, yeah. Now you can find it for uh, streaming for free with ads on Canopy. That's K A N O P Y. I'm sure. I have that on my new TV. Hey, or you can at least get it on your new fancy TV. Yep. But otherwise, you either have to rent it or buy it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy enough. I just mm-hmm. know that now that I've got a new TV, I'm going to have to buy a new pillow. What, I just what, know why like what Shan's going to make me. She's going to oh, make. Oh, is that the trade-off? Explain. Probably. Mm-hmm. Please yeah. get a Mike Lindell my, my pillow. My pillow smells <laughs> like my hockey gear. Yeah, that, yeah. Thing's, that thing's older than me. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. if you uh, buy a Mike Lindell pillow, you're probably going to start with conspiracy theories, and you don't uh, want that happening. And I'm going to grow a mustache and turn into a crack addict. <laughs> crack addict yeah, to a CEO, exactly. though. Yeah, yeah. There's a transition period there. Yeah, and I'll yeah. probably get beat up by progressives. <laughs> yes, so, exactly. Anyway, um, you absolutely right. will. <laughs> uh, excellent movie choice there, Panda. Chris, Thanks. our favorite English muffin. Cheers, mate. Yeah, thank, thank you so you, much you for doing this. No, I appreciate that it. That was so much fun. Yeah, yeah it's been and, a fun time. Uh, and 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 uh, we've got to get you, Crockett, and Panda all in a haunted house, and we've got to oh. do it yeah. soon. Uh, we I need just, to let's do make that, that happen. We need to make sure. Yeah, absolutely. I can't I'm wait. Down. I can't 100%. wait. All right, guys, that's your show. Thanks. We'll be back on Monday. Yes, we will. We'll mm-hmm. have Monday show for you. Just putting it out there. Uh, we are going to Oogie Boogie Bash, which means we're going to miss an episode next yes. week. Yes, mm-hmm. next week. We next will. Thursday show we will miss. So Thursday and okay. it'll be the Monday. One of those days. I think the oh probably the following the following Monday. Monday. Yeah. So, so I think next week you're good, but the week after you're probably going to miss yeah. a day. Yes. Yep. Catch up it. on the old episodes. Right there you go. All yeah. right. So thanks everybody. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you when we see you.